warming up. It's warming up. I'm going solo. I'm doing my own jazz hands. There it goes. There it goes. We are live. We are live. I, I hope this microphone, I hope it's working. I hope it's working. Whenever I don't have anyone here, when we start, I have no clue whether or not the audio is going. I hope it is. Um, I hope you guys also have your, we are not fans of Nancy Pelosi, big girl panties on. Um, this is episode 306 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios in Gainesville. And tonight's show is entitled Pelosi Expanded Universal Background Checks. Yes. And uh, we're going to have Joe from 13C Gun Reviews. He should be uh, joining us here in moments. Also, Walter will be joining us. I think he's like packing up his uh, shipping container that's going out to SHOT Show. Uh, there's Joe. I see him coming in. Take your time, Joe. We are live, though. We are live. So uh, take your time and uh, get ready there. While you're getting ready, Joe, I'll just shout out everyone here in the chat. What's up to everyone? How's your Tuesday going? Other than this craziness that's going on with the Democrats, uh, let me know. Let me see. SoCal Gunner, shout out to you. I know I, I don't always get to do the uh, shout outs around here all the time. Uh, Christopher Williams also here. DCG 44s. As well, let's see who else we got. Ridge Runner, Richard Hughes, John O'Neill, S-Man 7290, Jade Grew. We also have Michael Bender. Um, Iron Addicts Anonymous is here as well. And uh, Boss Hog also here. Michael Bender here as well. And uh, Michael Bender says, Colt coming out with a new King Cobra 357 for eight nine nine. So there you go. Can you hear me, Joe? I can. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You're coming in live and uh, loud and clear. Uh, let's see. I'm just going to keep going on with the shout outs here. Tango Hunter. Tango Hunter says uh, Pelosi is just mad that nobody wants to expand her. So Shots fired. Yeah. Boyaka, boyaka. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm just cracking my own self up. All right, uh, let's see who else we got. Jolly Rogers here as well. He says, happy, strange New Year to everyone. Shout out to Jolly Roger. Rich White also here. Uh, I, I can't remember if I said Christopher Williams, but Christopher Williams. David McHugh here as well. Armament and Axes. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Kathleen, musical lover. Also here, the Archangel here. Um, let's see who else. Lewis1911 joining us. Shout out to Lewis1911. Rob Avis is here as well. Vanessa Kitty, Bragmo, Knife. Shout out to Knife. Uh, Bricks also here. Uh, STL Storm Spotter, Greg98K, Special K as well. CB, Ray Bazzolo, James Miller, uh, David Cardinal, Crackbot, Crackbot's here. Richard Resnick and my thing just dropped down to the to the end. Uh, Gen Z two A is here. Charles Grab the third is here. Uh, Disciples here as well. The Armsmen, shout out to them. Flopping garbage. KS Harris, Pixamite, Turbo ninety nine Miata. Uh, Dash seven one one says Dash seven one one. So there you go. Um. Uh, Richard Rasnick says, I'm jealous, would trade my kids for a chance to go to SHOT Show. <laughs> it's not going to, it's not, it's not worth it. No, it's not. Depending on what state, I mean, you know, if you've got some really bad kids, it might be. 
<laughs> Might be worth it, but mostly no. Peter Machuco says, hey, uh, Blake Bellinger is here as well. Uh, uh, Blake Bellinger says, WMMF is the best soundtrack for Tuesday homework. So there you go. Uh, Blake is doing homework. I don't know if he's a college kid, high school kid, but shout out to him. Big Cliff says, still alive. Um, let's see who else we got here. So uh, Knife says, nice hat. You guys, you guys check that out. This is like a very nice Henry repeating arms hat. Ooh, that is a nice hat. Did you get that out at the uh, the thing? Uh, what thing? You, um, the, you were part of that uh, thousand, oh, thousand man, man shoot. shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. You know what? I can't remember where I got this. Maybe NRA last year. Henry always has very nice swag. Mm-hmm. So I am I'm very stingy when it comes to sharing. Lola <laughs> does give out some of the Henry swag that we get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's so nice. I'm only like, mm, no. So here you go. Nice hat. If you guys are nice to Lola, you might, you know, you might be able to get one of these. So. There's always hope. Let's see. Oh, what was that? What was that? Oh, oh, the famous gun. The famous gun. Oh, we're going to talk about that. I forgot. <laughs> we we are. We are. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, oh, there we go. So this is a little preview. Uh, what the heck is the name of this gun again? The Radom? Uh, the Archon, Archon. Type, type B. This is actually the second one. I just picked this one up for my FFL uh, an hour and a half ago. So what happened to the first one? Oh, well, it's a saga. It's a saga, right? It, it, it is a saga. So I don't know if you want to get into that now or yeah, you want yeah, to let's, pick it up later. Yeah, let's hold on to it here for a okay. second. All right. Let's hold on to it here for a second. Okay, right. so we do. Let me see. I think I shouted out everyone. If I miss someone, let me know. We are going to talk about Nancy Pelosi, Democrats, um, the expanded background checks and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I was trying to find the specific name of the bill. That they introduced today. Did you find? Did you figure that out, Joe? I don't know whether you did uh, or you didn't. No, I didn't. I saw I was at work all day, and then uh, I came, uh, hit the FFL real quick, and then came home, uh, slapped on a patriotic T-shirt, and okay. boom, here I am. Okay, very cool. Um, I see we've got Tony McKnight, the uh, owner of Big Daddy Unlimited. He's in the chat there. He says he has one of those. So I don't know if he shot it. If you have shot it, let us know. Did it work? You know, Tony has a lot of badass guns, so I don't know the likelihood that he's actually gotten around to trying that one out. I don't know. So let us know, because I'm interested in knowing. Okay, so we've got Joe from 13C Gun Reviews here. Walter's coming in. We're going to talk about that and a bunch of other stuff that's going on. We're definitely going to talk about this stuff going on with um, Nancy Pelosi. Tony says he got a type B as well. So did you shoot it? That's what we want to know. Did you shoot it? How did it run? It's a good looking gun. It's a good looking gun. Let's just talk about it, Joe. It does look good. All right. All right. So um, here she is. And so this is the second one. I've not fired it yet. I just picked it up. The other one, uh, the video is up on the first one I got uh, probably two videos back in the queue, two or three videos back uh, went live. And this one uh, looks way better. So the other one that just to give you guys. So the one thing that is not that is on all of them is check out that mag gap. Now that's fully seated, fully seated. I mean, you okay, can, right? Yeah. 
yeah we get, you get I mean, that that ha- you know okay <laughs> it that one's uh you know it's it's and this it, is a normal it, magazine what's the magazine is, capacity uh 15 plus one and this okay. and all all four of the mags that came with the other gun and then this one you know i shipped the whole thing back they shipped me an entirely new one mm-hmm. uh, all four of these uh well, I haven't tried all four of the ones in this one, but so far one out of the four in this one, and then all four in the last one, the same thing. So the other one that I had, the uh, it, you guys check out the video I did, you know, start to finish uh, 300 rounds, everything from 115 to 148 grain, full metal jacket, uh, hollow points. The issue that I had with it as soon as I took it out of the box was the finish on the slide was just, it was bad. It was, there were machining and swirl marks all Okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw all you up in here. You yeah. had that on um, Instagram. I know I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram and Facebook, I put pictures of it. And then the video, I rolled a couple pic- more mm-hmm. pictures of, especially the ones that showed the slide styrations just all the way down the top. It was really bad. Now the finish on this one, there's, you know, a lot of those machining marks and stuff aren't on there. The, I mean, the finish so, on this one isn't bad, but if, if you, I mean, it's not bad, but if you, look at if, if you look it's at it, it's hard the, to tell. I mean, on video, you know, yeah. Super. Yeah, the the bluing on this it's not bad. It's it's mm-hmm. more it's more to what I would expect for a, you know, for a gun that has an MSRP yeah. 850 bucks. Now, here's but the thing. Here's here's mm-hmm. the thing. Like I saw the one and Tony was saying this, my friend Jesse, Jesse James, who you guys have probably seen on the channel. He always he always gets these guns and you saw that I posted a picture of the, of the gun, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, so that wasn't mine. I have not shot it. Jesse had one. I didn't I didn't notice all of that on his. The machining stuff. Do you think they did that to you because we were talking, we were talking about the, and they were like, oh, this one's going to jail. This was going to, um, so, so I, I pre-ordered this one through, uh, rain six. Um, so they didn't, they, they would have had no idea which one would have been coming to me. Um, so when rain six, rain six sent me one, um, uh, my pre-order out of their batch of 100 that came in. So um, they just grabbed a box and they sent it out. Um, I don't even know if I want to say the box that they sent me was factory sealed. I don't even think they ever opened the box to look in it, mm-hmm. um, you know, because the serial numbers on the outside. I don't even know if they opened the box to look in it. I don't I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say it was the box had a had an actual like uh, seal tag on it. This one doesn't have a seal tag on it. So somebody, you know, probably looked at it. the box that came in. My FFL doesn't open boxes when he gets them for me. He holds on to them and then I open them in person. OK. Um, yeah. What, you know, but you know, when he, when he does his thing, um, anyway, uh, so wait, where was I going with that? All right. While you fr- while you try to figure that out, I'm going right. to encourage everyone to go check out 13 C gun reviews. There's uh, videos over there. If you're interested in this mm-hmm. gun, Joe's been, um, after this one for some time. Yeah. Right. So check those yeah. out. Um, but you know, just tell us a little bit of what happened with the first one. So, uh, so yeah, so yeah, I mean, other than the machining, other than, uh, the machining. yeah, other than the machine, uh, other than some of the cosmetic looks, um, it functioned, it functioned well. Uh, I didn't have, uh, out of the 300 rounds, uh, I, I did the video, uh, with the buddy up here, um, Gunrunner219. We both did it together. So we both load mags and shooting at the same time. Um, kind of like how you collaborate with Babyface P. And, mm-hmm. um, so we were both loading and shooting. Um, one, there was one malfunction where the slide locked back prematurely. Um, I'm going to attribute that to a thumb probably. Um, I I think that was just the thumb riding up on the slide release. If I had to guess, it only happened once, no other time. Um, and there was no logical reason why it would have locked back if somebody's thumb hadn't moved up. So that's what I'm going to attribute it to. It was, it was a chilly day that day. So, you know, you're 
hands get cold. Uh, I'm attributing that to that. Otherwise, there are no malfunctions with it. 300 rounds uh, fired with the exception of, you know, like I said, one premature slide lock, no uh, no failure to feeds, no uh, failure to there's eject. No, there's no fact the the uh, factory doesn't say that you have to uh, do some kind of break in, right? There's none of that. No. Um, okay. the, I actually read through the manual on this, so I wanted to make sure I checked every box off when I did this because, um, you know, obviously I, I, I've been unhappy with the customer service I had received up till uh, that point, you know, and, and what everybody had received. I, sh I, I, I should clarify that. So I never um, – uh, I never reached out to uh, Archon uh, directly as 13C uh, throughout the uh, period of uh, well, as a as someone with a pistol on back order. Let me rephrase that. So, as someone with someone who actually had a handgun on back order from a distributor, I never reached out to them as 13C. I did reach out to them once or twice, trying to get updates as far as you know, just general inquiry, you know, press type inquiries, right? Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I never reached out to them as an actual customer or client. I just wanted to see what was going to happen. Um, so, you know, as a regular client, what would happen? And that's what happened to me. My pre-order went about two years. Um, they, it, you know, it seems like, and, and, and I want to kind of pair out what my experiences with the actual gun that I got versus the customer service that I got from Rain6, which was excellent. They offered full refunds to all their customers throughout this entire process. And then I want to separate that out from the actual customer service or lack of any response from Archon, Arsenal, Salient, whatever yeah. you want to call it. I them. mean, this is this has been so, pretty much, this reminds me of like mm -hmm. the whole Tesla thing, right? Everyone wants sure. one. Um, lots of people out there waiting. Yeah. Then all of a sudden they flood the market and then there's issues with them. So they obviously were rushing through yeah. production. So, so, so like, so like Tesla never went dark. Right. Their media never went dark throughout the process. I mean, they gave people reasons and whatever. Um, I was never the people anybody on a Tesla order, so I never watched it that carefully. But to my knowledge, they never went like dark. So I get during the process at Archon slash Arsenal when the when the, when the legal issues happened, um, being sued over like copyright trademark infringement stuff. And I don't know exactly what happened there precisely, how it worked out. All I know is ultimately they had to rechange their name and rechange uh, the lettering on slides and stuff like that. And uh, they had to change all that. So I, I yeah. understand that process right there. Yeah. And maybe during that, sh that couple month window, they had to go dark. Yeah. Just legal, I, legal shutdown. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. can see that too. Um, the, 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 the question there though is what about the rest of it? Right. So that only covers a couple month window. What about the rest of it? So, and, and I'm looking at this from the standpoint of watching what, you know, all these various uh, customers, be it on Facebook, Instagram, um, and you can look back through Archon's posts that they still have up. Um, and there are a number of, uh, there are, you know, dozens of posts where comments are turned off on. Mm -hmm. So, okay. so, so, so you can see where some of those yeah, went. It's serious. So, yeah. Yeah. So, right. um, so, so I'm, I'm looking at this both from a consumer standpoint, from my side, from an industry standpoint and seeing how they treated their customer slash prospective customers throughout the process. And then also how they treated everyone for pre-order. So one of the things that happened was they started sending out shipments, um, without regard to any pre-orders. And initially they had encouraged pre-orders, uh, through all these dealers and distributors. And then they start shipping without any regard to any of the pre-orders. So you have people who have been on, you know, like myself and, you know, hundreds of other people who have had pre-orders in for 12, 18, 24 months or nearly 24 months, I think 21 months, whatever it is. Right. So basically two years. Um, 
still still fully paid waiting um and you know guns showing up uh on gun counters at random dealers across the yeah. country right how did that how did that make your heart feel because i know as a gun guy as we're all gun people here yeah we drop a lot of money mm-hmm. <laughs> actually any money if you put a hundred bucks yeah. down right it's gonna hurt but mm-hmm. you know when you put down your money and um you because you, you fully paid for it up front right yeah. Uh, so I put down a, let's see, in, I think it was the end of January 2016, I put down my $75 deposit. And then in September of 2016, um, in September of 2016, I paid it off in full because they were hitting the docks and I want to get my, my payment pre-order in uh, done before the rush. That way, as soon as it showed up at the distributor, boom it would go out. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah. So from, you know, uh, pre-order, I think it was at the end of January, 2016 to, or it could have been very beginning of February, but you know, first, first quarter, 2016, uh, pre-order paid in full September. Uh, I think it was September 10th, if I remember correctly. Um, pre-order beginning, uh, paid in full beginning of September, 2016 delivered December, what, December 20th. Yeah. I was like around December 20th. 2018. Yeah. So how did it feel? How did it feel to you to see other folks out there that didn't put money down and all that um, getting getting guns? It was it, it was it was discouraging to say the least, uh, especially the, it, it, not and not just for me. I mean, I, I got a ton of guns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have other I, I always never have, have enough. I, it's always I, about I, the I, will, I will never have enough, but I always have new stuff coming in. Right. I mean, there's always something that I can you know deal with. Do um, so. I, re- I remember myself, right? I've been stuck in pre-orders before for different things. And I remember where I was years ago, because I mean, this is nothing new to me. I've been, I've been hosed by other firearms manufacturers in the past, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, so this is not new, um, you know, you know, but, okay. but to people who have been in the, in, you know, in the hobby, you know, as a hobbyist or whatever for, you know, a couple of years or whatever for, to see them deal with that, that's what really makes me sad. Um, that, that's what really bothered me the most is people who, you know, have been going through this process and, you know, th- th- you know, th- this could be the newest or nicest gun they, you know, to, t- you know, that they ever, that, that they've owned that they're waiting on. And, yeah. um, yeah. And then, and then Tony and friggin' Jesse James, <laughs> they just, they just walk in there and pick one up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah I know and, that's that and, and nothing, not, nothing against, nothing against the dealers or anybody else who received these, you know, it, why they wouldn't when they encourage people for over a year to pre-order why they would and and who knows what kind of uh you know management i don't know if there's any management changes down there or, or what's traded place i know i know that uh i think his name's dimitri i know he's still kind of the big cheese down there and was throughout the entire process but i have no idea what happened below him or whatever i know he's very active on social media though when he wants to be mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and and, um, and again, I mean, if you know, I'm not I, mistaken, I, these guys are going after uh, military contracts mostly. So, and, and, and they, or they, the other other branches of the company, or something like that. So, I know there's several different branches of the company, and yeah. I I know when I initially talked to them at Shot Show a couple of years ago, um, they were in the salient booth. Uh, Arsenal was, and you know, I asked them. I said, you you know, what are you guys doing in the salient booth? Um, and they said, oh, well, we're just, you know, using space in here. I said, are you guys part of sailing? Are you, and they said, oh, no, 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 we're a totally different company. I said, are you sure? Cause you're in their booth. Um, and well, booth, I, it, booth sharing happens. 
Yeah, yeah, because booth booth sharing happens, although I didn't necessarily, I wasn't really familiar with Salient ever doing that in the past, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because they're, you know, they're Salient, right? Uh, Right. They normally don't do that. So that's one of the reasons why I was concerned. They assured me that they were not part of Salient. Well, I guess it turns out, and I mean, I can't say this officially, but I'm, I'm pretty darn sure that I believe that our, you know, Archon is hat in hand with Salient. And had I have known that, um, I would have never put down a pre-order on it. I, w- I wouldn't yeah. have had anything to do with this just because there are so many people who have been hosed over the years. I mean, you know, you just do a search yeah. for. I don't I arm. don't believe in this, kind of, but I don't believe in putting down money on something that does not mm-hmm. exist yet. Not a good <laughs> idea. I would caution people against that. Don't I, do it. I would, too. Um, you know, and, and it's one of those things, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in a standpoint, right? If I if these pre-orders would have come out in order, right? Um, you know, in order of, you know, dealers and distributors who did, I would have had one of the first in the country I pre-ordered so early. And one of the reasons why I did that was because I also wanted to be able to get one of the first videos up on it. Right. And yeah. you, you know, you're in on it too. If you get the first video out on something, you're likely to get more hits, you're likely to get more traffic right. and, and why not? Right. Also, I mean, it's a cool, you know, Three years ago, it was a super cool looking gun. It's not quite as cool looking today, especially not with the XDM grip zones and all that stuff that have come out that kind of, uh, you know, it's so, but still, you know, it doesn't feel bad in the hand. The texturing looks blocky and kind of crappy now, you know, looking at three years later compared to some of the other stuff that's been out, still feels decent in the hand. Um, Yeah. You know what? I gave up on trying to get the, I I know exactly where you're coming from mm -hmm. uh, with the videos and trying to get the first ones. I do agree with you. If it falls into my lap and no one's done a video on something and I could put it up, I would kind of do that. But for most, for the most part now I gave up on it because it's really, really difficult you know, we're living in an age where, you know, they can get these things to the people that they want to get it to, you know, mm-hmm. that whole, that whole situation gets really crazy. And, uh, it, you know, like your heart can only be broken so many times, man. It, it, it's true. And also keep in mind when this, when this, when I first saw this, it was three years ago and the pre-order, well, well, maybe four years ago. Um, and then three years ago, the pre-order, whatever it is, it was years ago. Right. And I was much fresher and much newer into this. So I was really energetic about being the, trying to be the first on stuff. So I was really concerned about growing the, you know, trying to grow the channel and at least show that, you know, t- we put a lot of time in this and, mm-hmm. you know, you wanted to win. Right. Right. I wanted to win. win goes along. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and, and, I know, and, I know, and, I know. and especially then I, you know, it, I can look back on it now a couple of years later. And I mean, I, I, I think I've, yeah, I've changed quite a bit in the past couple of years as far as what I've, what I've, what I've tried, what I kind of wanted to do to what I've been today, where it's just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing it. I'm, I'm not forcing it. I'm putting it back into a hobby rather than trying to force it. Um, Cause you know, I, I think I took a lot of the fun out of it for a while. Um, yeah. while I was really trying to, you know, and, and it's just, it's just not natural. And and I'm seeing comments from the last several videos from different folks who have commented on, man, you're, you know, it looks like you're having a lot more fun. It looks like, you know, you, you know I'm having a lot more fun watching the videos. And I think it's come, it, I, I think, I think and I really didn't even tell anybody that until just here recently. Um, I think it's because I've just. You've let go a little bit. I, I, I've let go a little bit. Not, not in terms of uh, what you do, but I think just in terms of all that anxiety and everything that gets built up in your head about, you know, the rat race of, uh, mm-hmm. of, of trying to feed the monster here with making YouTube videos and, yeah. 
and the competition and then, then all the things that YouTube does to bring us down. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Ab- yeah. Ab- absolutely. So yeah, that's, that's, that's how I've looked at it now. I'm like, you know what, this was a hobby. I had fun with it. I turned it into something that was, I really kind of for, I, I was trying to force myself to try and, you know, do like some kind of polished, great, you know, right on. I'm like, I, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, I'm just going to go back to being me. And I, I think it's translating well. I've gotten some good, good, good feedback on it. And I'm just going to go back to kind of doing, do being less concerned about, you know, gaffes or ums or any of that stuff. And just, just going out there, having fun talking about it and, and enjoying myself rather than stressing over, be it being first or whatever it is, just, just put out what I'm experiencing. That's why I've done some of these gritty raw videos lately where I've just, you know, kind of single takes wherever I can, uh, just, just, this is what the, what's happening. This is what you're seeing and boom, that's it. Um, yeah. and it, it's not as polished of a look, but, um, you're, you're seeing exactly what's happening as it's happening. And, uh, and it makes it easier on me in editing and post. I don't have to worry about all this stuff. I just, you know, put in whatever zoom up pictures or whatever I need and annotate, you know, here or there a little bit and that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let me see. I'm going to try to do a couple things. I saw the guys from Gunstreamer in the chat. Um, I don't know if they're still there. Shout out to those guys. Um, we're actually going to get them on, I, I believe, next week. Gunstreamer has something very cool to announce next week. Nice. Can't talk about it. Got a zip. But I think you guys will like it. So, you know, something very good coming along next week. They will be here to talk about that. So maybe not necessarily what you're thinking, but I think a good thing. So no speculate. Are you trying to speculate, Joe? No, no. I'm, uh, I'm, I was just looking back. Um, I think it was rich who recommended I check out some guy named rich builds video. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm just here. Okay. Hell, I'm just going to write it down. So I don't, yeah. so I don't forget. Yeah. I noticed I'm coming across a little green, but I think it's the shirt. Sometimes the shirt and this color here, they clash or whatever. And it creates issues. Um, Mika says, um, Okay, let's see. Mika had one of these, and I'm trying to find the comment that Mika made on this. Let's see if I can get it here. Um, uh, Mika says, uh, one of the higher-ups in Salient is related to Archon hierarchy and importing these pistols. And then there's another comment from Mika that I want to, because I believe Mika actually got one of these in as well and was shooting it. Where is the comic? Call? Okay, here we go. Um, I have close to 600 rounds through my type B, only two malfunctions, one I caused and the other was a weird failure to feed from the last round in mag after dirty. So um, I don't know if that was anything uh, related to yours. So 600 rounds through mine, two malfunctions, one I caused, the other one was a weird failure to feed from Last round in a mag after dirty. Okay, yeah, I'm actually scrolling back up to try and see some of these that I missed. Yeah, so um, so far I don't have any dings on the functionality of the pistol. Um, some little, you know, preliminary, just kind of, you know, semi-rapid fire, but kind of shooting for groups uh, type stuff off the other one. Um, accuracy seemed seemed good. Um, did you hit it with a hammer in the back of it? I did not. I have not. I, I have never hit any of my ha- my pistols yeah. with a hammer. I mean, the one that was messed up, the machining was messed up, was the perfect one, man. I sh- I should. I, I yeah. I, I should have. I didn't think about it. that thing before you sent it back. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, You're like, oh, I, this must be the one that I could do all kinds of crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. put some uh, tannerite right here and blow it up. 
You know, I, I should have done some kind of damn torture test to it. Now that I think about it, I on, I should have done something with it. I should have probably, I would have asked them first because I was sending it back to them. So, you know, I don't want to like, I, I wanted the gun to go back to them, how it came with the exception of, you know, 300 yeah. rounds through it. Um, yeah. Just because I figured, I knew I obviously didn't get one that was, uh, you know, very well QC'd. Yeah. Is I'll, this going to be a safe queen? Is this going to be a safe queen or not? I, no, any I have, of your gun safe queens? I, there are, I mean, out of all my guns, I think I've got three, two, maybe three, maybe three safe Queens. Um, okay. uh, and, and, and that's it. Um, you know, pretty much all my guns I use. Now the question is how much do I use them? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I'm still figuring out. I mean, honestly, after, after the debacle, um, I was planning on shooting it, testing it, and then basically turning around and selling it. Um, I, I was just so unhappy with my experience through the process. Um, now, I don't know. I, I think we're going to wait till the full video is out on this. Um, and then, and then after I shot it and done everything I want to do with it and then figure out what I'm going to do with it, if I'm going to keep it, if I'm going to sell it. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I like, I, I like a lot of the features to it. I mean, they've got a nice gent, got a nice large trigger guard. So if you're shooting with gloves, you've got a nice undercut in there. I mean, it, it's, it's a comfortable ergonomic pistol. Uh, the barrel sits low in there. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to ding the pistol for other, other stuff that I may not be happy with. So I don't know. I, I don't, I, I, I don't know yet. Okay. If you guys um, have suggestions, let Joe know. Send in your suggestions now. Or to uh, 13C Joe. What's your email again? I know I just emailed you, but I have um, no idea. Mine, uh, 13CGunReviews at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. Um, just let Joe know that you want to test it with Tanner, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, how resistant is it to Tanner, right? How resistant is it to Tanner, right? And will will you still buy it afterwards if I wind up yeah. selling it and using Tanner, right on it? Yeah, Richard Hughes says uh, uh, a brony carry pouch. <laughs> get it, get it fit. Get it fit. Get it in a brony. Can it fit in the brony carry pouch? That's what. That's what everyone wants to know. That's a good question to ask it, right there. Is that what they're calling that urban carry now? The brony carry? Is that what he's talking about? Um, well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's that. Uh, that My Little Pony thing that I. Uh, you know, I did the video. I did a couple of videos actually for oh. the M3D, the folding Glock. Right. So, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, yeah, I forgot. I, I yeah. get it now. Yeah, which I, I saw uh, CN or Mister CN Colin Noir put out mm -hmm. a video on it. I think yesterday. So he put out a video on that. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I know people have their different things about it. You know, it, it's it's going to grow on some people. I know there's people out there that don't like it. I personally like it, and I actually. I actually have it. It's part of my EDC now. It's in my bag over there, you know, uh, loaded up and ready to go. Um, let me see. You know what? Let's get to the Nancy Pelosi thing, right? I don't know okay. if you heard anything about this, but here, this is uh, Truth About Guns. Uh, one of the gun blogs that actually covers politics, which I think is very important. Please, gun blogs, cover politics. Yes. Please. Uh, I'm talking to the firearms, firearms blog. Exactly. They don't they don't want to cover politics. No, they're scared. Yes. Yeah. That that is honestly it's one of the reasons why I'm wearing a shirt tonight. Maybe we'll get maybe we will get into that tonight because oh, um because uh 
I've I've just with all the things that are going on right Let's now. Let's see. Stand I up cannot, again. What does that shirt say? Guard against mm-hmm. the imposters of pretended patriotism. Of pretended patriotism. I like it. Um, I like it. Okay. There, there is. But let, let's stick to this Nancy Pelosi thing. Then we can talk yeah, about that. Here's later. my. I want to show my shirt off since we're showing off shirts. Oh but yeah, let me that's see. That's my shirt, which you've seen it before. Give us us free. So you know, I stole that. I stole that from. Uh, uh, did you have you ever seen Amistad? <laughs> um, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I stole it from Amistad. So there you go. I meant to keep like right now, like this one has a musket. So what I was going to do is every like every year or so, I was going to upgrade it. Starting from the musket, like so. Mm-hmm. So the hands has a musket dropping out of it, you know, and the hands are shackled. So I was going to keep upgrading it with a different gun draw. It was like a whole thing. I don't know if anyone really likes it or not, but whatever. If you like it, you can get it from Fortune Freedom. Um, you guys can go check that out. Also, there's the uh, Make Florida the Gunshine State. Again, I like shirts. That. Yeah, those are up there. Okay, so Nancy Pelosi, here's the uh, headline, House Democrats to introduce a national universal background check bill today. So um, Democrats controlled, let me see who wrote this, uh, Dan Zimmerman. So he says Democrats controlled both houses of Congress and the White House 10 years, 10 short years ago, but they wouldn't or couldn't make any progress on one of their most daily held policy goals, passing gun control legislation to roll back civilian gun ownership and limit second amendment rights. But in the aftermath of Las Vegas and Parkland, one of the primary issues far left Dems ran on in 2018, midterms was gun control. Wait, no, gun violence prevention. (laughs) It's really, really crazy. So, you know, basically it's talking about, uh, you know, they want to expand, they want to expand it. There's a couple of different articles that I pulled up. Here's something from the New York Post, uh, background checks, Bill marks gun control as a priority for House Democrats. Washington emboldened House Democrats seeking a a politically charged debate on gun control unveiled legislation on Tuesday to expand background checks to nearly all firearms purchases. A move time to mark the eighth anniversary of the mass shooting in Arizona that nearly killed former Representative Gabrielle Giffords. Okay. By introducing the measure less than a week after taking control of the House, Democrats are signaling this is a top priority. So and then and then there's a whole bunch of different things here of what they want to do. I was trying to find the specific language, which I did not find it. If anyone out there has um, a link to it, give it to us and we could take a look at that. I mean, what they're trying to do is close loopholes. Um, I, I was looking at an article somewhere. Let me see if I could pull that up. We're talking about, oh, we're trying to close the loopholes so that when you, you know, when you buy guns, you can't, uh, you have to do a background check unless you're in law enforcement, I think, from from what I saw, or so a very close family member, but so that people can't buy guns on the internet and not go through background check. You already can't do that. Yeah, that's, (laughs) obviously Congress does not know this. Right. But you already cannot do that. You can't do that. No, you cannot do it. And even when you go to um, gun shows, if you're buying from an FFL, you can't do it either. You know, now, um, if you're buying from a person, you can do that. 
you know, most places like Florida says you have to know that person is a resident mm-hmm. of the state. You know, that seems reasonable. Mm. And, uh, you know, but you, we don't need to close loopholes because there's really not loopholes. Yeah, so, exactly. Exactly. And, and it's not a loophole to begin with. One of the reasons, specific reasons why there is no national uh, national background check requirement is is because of the registration concerns. And that was actually part of the discussion on the floor of the House when uh, when the Brady bill was happening. So it, it's not a loophole. It's there for, on purpose. Um, it wasn't something that they didn't think about at the time. Right. They did. And it came up in debate. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing that's going to happen, because I, I had this discussion a couple of weeks ago with some guys in the barbershop, because there's lots of people that believe the rhetoric. You know, these guys are putting out, right, we've got to close the gun show loophole. All that is. And I try to explain it to this guy who was a gun guy. I was like, OK, so you have you have a gun that you don't want. You want to sell it to like the barber or something. You've known this guy for a long time, whatever. You know, we live in the same state. You know, this guy lives here right now. You could sell it to him and the two of you can make that uh, that transaction. Right. What this thing is going to do is now you have to go to someone that's an FFL and you have to pay in order to make that transaction. And that person has to go through through these background checks. Right now, you know, why why do you have to do that? Why do you have to do that? Because someone out there thinks, oh, yeah, if we make you do this, this is going to be so much better. You're adding a tax on people being able to sell things to their neighbors uh, to leave an exemption saying if you're in law enforcement, you can do whatever you want or if it's to a close family member. OK, so all that. So other family members, friends, neighbors, that has, you know, that that doesn't matter. Those people have to be taxed in order to sell something. It, that's that's basically that's basically what yeah. and and of course obviously you're already assuming that the the problem isn't law-abiding people s- selling to other law-abiding people um you, you, you know the 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 guy selling the gun out of the trunk of his car on the south side of chicago is not going to be going and doing a background check if they pass a background check bill it's not going to happen no so no. Uh, the 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 even even best case scenario what what is this going to stop? It, it, probably nothing. And then you're talking about inconveniencing, you know, 300 million, million Americans and worse than inconveniencing them at the moment and taxing them at the moment, taking money you shouldn't be from them. You're then building a national registry. And we can look at every single country across the globe that's that's had a national uh, had a national system. It has led to confiscation of arms in every single country. And not just that, we can look here in the U.S., What's happening in California right now? I mean, you know, we don't even need to go past go past our borders. We can just look to California and what they've done. And yeah, yeah and yeah, we're seeing comments in there uh, in 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 the chat already. It's absolutely it's absolutely it's about control. Yeah, um, and 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 we're we're at a dangerous point in our country's history right now. Um, you know, I, I don't think our rights have ever been under. Collectively as a whole, our rights have never been under such assault as, as, as they have been now. And, and when I say collectively as a whole, it's always been uh, against different groups, right? I mean, we've, we've seen the United States government commit genocide against 
be it slaughtering Native American women and children. We just had the 128th uh, remembrance of uh, Wounded Knee, where uh, United States government forces slaughtered over 200 women and children, Native American women and children, in a gun, gun confiscation attempt. There have been dozens of cases around the South where uh, black folks have been assaulted and a, a, as a whole by the government communities. Uh, and we've seen that a number of times. Kevin Dixie with No Other Choice Firearms has talked a lot about those. So I, I won't get too much into those because he knows the history on that significantly better than I do. Um, we see, we, we see, and it, this comes from every political party. We saw Reagan, um, you know, we, we, we make these talks and things about, um, you know, gun control is racist. And it absolutely is. And when we look back at the roots of virtually everything we have on the books today, it all stems from racist motives. And I may ruffle some feathers, feathers with this one when I bring up Ronald Reagan. But Ronald Reagan, the king of racist gun control, what did he do as governor? There were there racist were group, and classist, racist, racist and classist. classist. Yeah. There were black folks who were rallying for their rights at the Capitol uh, in California. They were getting beaten, bludgeoned with truncheons, had dogs sicked on them. They show they finally start showing up to rallies with rifles slung across their backs. And guess what? There's no violence. Mm-hmm. The cops at the time weren't beating them. And this is not an indictment on all of law enforcement. But to look back and say that there aren't pockets of history where certain minorities, even the Irish at one point in this country, right? So it's not it's not just limited to one, have exercised undue force on others. When, when those black folks showed up in California with rifles slung over their shoulders to protest at the Capitol building, guess how many people got beat? Zero. Guess how many people got shot? Zero. Guess how many people got hurt? Zero. Well, Ronald Reagan didn't like that. So he banned uh, open carry. He banned he banned he banned uh, carry. Um, And, you know, and and that stemmed directly from that, directly from it. You can look at his talks. And then, of course, what's he do is as uh, as president, he bans guns again. Um, This this is. I, I, I say all these things because we've seen we've seen concentration camps where Americans have been locked in concentration camps in the United States. These are not things that are pie in the sky. We see these things happen as recently as in our lifetimes. We've seen these things happen. Right. So to say it can't or it won't happen again is totally naive. And God knows what would happen in this country. It doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow or 10 years from now. But we know, given history, just our own history, let alone the world. Right. It's going to happen again in this country. Could be 100 years from now. Could be 1,000 years from now. But it's going to happen again. And for us to, to just let those rights disappear and leave our children, grandchildren, their children hung out to dry because we weren't going to stand up for because we're not willing to stand up for it. We, we can't we can't allow it. We simply yeah. cannot allow it. Well, So here's the thing that I think about that, If you, because I think there's like two sections of this that we have to look at. Of course, we're always arguing we're, or trying to argue to people that all these kinds of expansions of laws or additional, it's not, you know, it's not really an expansion. It's additional laws layered on top of laws um, don't really help. So we can have that conversation because I don't really think guns are tools. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's the tools of the pro- that are the problem. So, um, you know, we can have that. That's one thing. The other thing that you're talking about here that I think is more direct is, um, you know, the urgency of the situation and what's going to happen. And the problem with that is it's kind of falling on deaf ears because people are or worn out ears or something, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's almost as if people have just been beat down. Uh, with with uh, with this kind of stuff, and they've just given up, and they're like, "Oh, nothing's going to happen. 
We don't, there's no need to panic right now. We don't have to do anything about this because people aren't getting as riled up as we've seen in the past. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that ties back into either, you know, pretended patriotism or firearms groups, people, entities that try and not play politics. And when I say politics, I'm not talking about, you know, this side issue or that side issue. I'm talking about the pilot politics of firearms specifically. I'm, I'm not saying that they have to get involved in any of these outlying things that are other political things. I'm talking mm -hmm. specifically about firearms. If you're not willing to get out there and talk about it, there's going to be nothing left. And I know the reason why a lot of people don't. Um, you know, it's it's cost me some followers over the years, uh, speaking as frankly and bluntly as I do. And and that's fine. I mean, if I'm, I'm not going to change who I am to have a couple more, uh, you know, subscribers or followers. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I but I, I know there are people out there who do that. Um, I saw uh, Kevin talking about that on his Instagram today. And I, and unfortunately, talking about I, what talking about what specifically? Um he, he made a post on his Instagram today about um, uh, some social media influencers that, uh, you know, wanted to wanted to talk to them and have them on their forum. And uh, he, he, he said uh, he said that they uh, and that this is publicly he said that. So I'm not repeating anything from behind the scenes. Uh, he, he said that they uh, they said, yeah, sure, you can come on. Uh, you know, give me a check for three thousand dollars first. Right. Uh, <laughs> hold hold you know, on a second. Wait, let's rewind here. So just to make sure that we're making it clear, mm -hmm. right? Because Kevin's not here. Right. To say what right. happened. So, uh, you, you so if you want to read it, if you want to read it, word word, go to go to his Instagram page. Um, That, that would probably be the better, the, okay. the better thing it's to do. The, uh, NLC one. Okay. Yes. I, I think he also reposted it on his uh, KD uh, as okay. well. Um, so and and I would love to say that when I read that today, I was shocked or taken aback by it. I mean, I was, I okay. was so this is by so it and startled. But this post right here, which basically says them. So he's mm -hmm. saying what they, what people say. You mm -hmm. and them should do a two A video together. That would be dope. And then he says, me, I tried. They want to be paid or require a million subs. Yes. Okay. So let's put that plainly for people. Um, th this is me saying this. So people keep saying to Kevin, they say it to me, they say it to you, right? How come you don't do a video with this person or that person? Why don't you guys get together and talk about this thing? And Kevin is saying that the reason why you don't see that happening is because they either want us to be a certain size to rock and roll with us and do videos in terms of uh, size of subscribers, or they want you to pay them to be on their platform. Other yes. gun content creators, other gun YouTubers. Right. And, you know, now, I mean, you know, if, if you're like a, a, you know, Remington Arms Company wants to come on, you know, XYZ, whatever, right? Um, let's set that aside. Specifically, when I saw this, what really, what re I mean, what really, really, really bothered me, which really set me on my ear. And Kevin's going to, Kevin's going to be coming on talking about talking about rights and and freedom and responsibilities. He's he's not coming on to 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 sell any products or whatever. You know, I, I've had him on my live streams uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, it, it is always an awesome, interesting learning conversation. Uh, you know, to talk with him and whatnot. I I cannot imagine why anyone who knows anything about him would 
think that that that, that 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 he should be paying to get out information that all Americans need to begin with. It's it's just it it blows my mind. And yeah. um, you know, uh, and well, he, there's, he, there's a whole bunch of different things involved there. I think. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, you know, I've been told several times when we, when it comes to talking about this kind of stuff, I know I've been told several times that, uh, see, there's like ranks, people invent ranks. I personally, I don't believe in royalty and I don't believe in the ranks. Okay. I know some people in the military. I respect that. But if you're not in the military, what's all the ranking about? Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's to me like a, a, a classism that you're, that you're, um, engaging in there but but people have ranks so it's been people have said that to me people have said things to me like hey you got to pay your dues we paid our dues it's been said to me many times other people say you know what you can't talk out of turn don't talk about this person and don't talk about that person because you don't have the right to do that because they they rank above you you got to know your position (laughs) all kinds of crap like that so I, i could i could i could um you know, I could come here and say that Kevin's not making that shit up. Right? Right. No, I, I, I do not believe he's making that up for a second. Not for a second. I believe yeah. him 100% on that. Yeah. So and he, he, he didn't even drop any names. I just, I. Yeah, I don't think it's not, it's not about dropping names. No. And there are people, there are people that do this that don't get involved in that. There are people who don't really care what your size is and all that kind of stuff. And, and they try to give a platform to different people or have done mm-hmm. things. Um, at the same time, I understand some people that, you know, everyone's worked hard for what they have, right? We all yeah. start from zero and there are people, I guess, you know, if you're, if you're a several million subscribers, then everyone that wants to be a gun YouTuber, let's say if you're, if you're a gun YouTuber and you have three, four, five million, whatever it is, everyone wants you to do something for them. You know, and that kind of gets uh, overbearing. Sure. So maybe they don't want to open up that door to everyone. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, and- we're, we're here and we're all trying to, it's not like you just said, it's not like you have something that you're trying to push, you know, monetarily. What you're trying to do is make the fight. And, and it's kind of weird. Like, what happened? How come we're not all on the same team? You know, how come the team is separated by how many subscribers you have or can you give me some money right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and, and I get if, um, you know, if, if whoever it is, we'll just speak, you know, wh- whatever channel or person or whatever it is, if they don't, if that's not something they don't want to get into as a channel, mm-hmm. right. Um, I get that and that's fine. But if you don't want to get into that in a channel, why is it okay? If you're charging somebody $3,000 that then it's okay. Um, that's just, Again, we're talking about because an individual that's your thing. trying. That's your thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, we're talking. We're not talking about another company, even because you know, I mean, right? Someone like you look at somebody with let's say you know three or four or five thousand or five five million subscribers. Let's say, you know, like you said, you work to build for that to get that kind of advertisement for a company if they were going to try and get that kind of reach out of a magazine. Let's say, be it Recoil uh, or you know, let's say Recoil. Right? Recoil charges tens of thousands of dollars for a full page ad. Right? And you're not going to reach as many people in that as you would going on somebody's channel who has, let's say, five million subs, right? Rough, you know, give, even even a million subs, right? That's worth something. I get that, but he is not, you know, Remington or you know, uh, Bushmaster or whatever. You know what I mean? It, it's mm-hmm. it's just there's such a, a a a difference between a guy trying to 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 spread 
a good message. If you, if you believe in his message and you believe what he's trying to get out there and you want to see it get out there, I, I have no idea how you could yeah. juxtapose that. Now, now I'm saying that sitting here as, as a, as a still a small channel, but I've seen, but I saw, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll name drop Iraq veteran as, uh, you know, the great people when I had, you know, they invited me to their first shoot and I think I had, and, and I, cause I wound up speaking to Brandy and Eric once they talked to me, they were cool. And they, they invited me. Um, I didn't even ask. They said, Hey, we're doing this little YouTube get together that one of their first things. And at the time I had like five or 600 subs. Like, Hey, do you want to come? I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And while I was there, I did, they, I did a short little video uh, with Eric, you know, just a minute or two and put it up and, you know, I mean, they were awesome. So, I mean, there are, and at the time, I mean, they're not as big as they were now, but back then they still, they had to be close to a million subs. I mean, they had hundreds of thousands of subs. Back yeah. Then. I don't think anyone in the gun community was that big, except yeah. maybe, like Hickok maybe was. Yeah. But, but still they had, Russia. they had hundreds of thousands. They were knocking on a, a million. Yeah. If they weren't there already. And I was a guy with five or 600. So, I mean, they were, there are awesome, wonderful people in this, in, in, in this uh, industry, you know, that I've dealt with yourself included. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a 10th year size basically, or something like that. I don't know. I haven't counted, but yeah. you know, we're, should I refund you that $3,000 you had to pay me to come on? <laughs> yeah, well, at least 1500, right? <laughs> so, right? so, I mean, it's just, it, it, Hank hasn't even asked for a patch. I mean, come on. Right. You've given so, me patches, man. You always do. Well, I have. Well, yeah, yeah but we, I mean, we do things for each I'm, other. Yeah. yeah. You've always, yeah. you've always been, been cool with me and stuff like that yeah, brian quick thing, so. let me let me just insert this here really quick because mm -hmm. i want to go that brian quick says the gun community never wants to drop names pansy asses <laughs> okay so uh, I want, i'm gonna have this conversation but i want to say this about like dropping names you guys can't handle if names get dropped that's why people don't want to drop names i don't think that that the see a lot of this it's not really the channel it's not really the guy on the channel who who owns it or runs it or whatever Okay, it's not the companies, it's none of that. It's not, you know, it's it's you, the audience, and whether or not you actually really want something that you say that you want. So what do I mean by that? I'm gonna say something to you guys. You guys want this to be a dream. You want it to be like WWF wrestling or something like that. You wanna believe in some kind of craziness that we all get along, we all hold hands and go traipsing through the daisies and we all love each other. And if someone says to you, Oh, this person's messed up or this is what these guys, you can't deal with it. You, you cannot deal with it. And that's why people don't want to get into it because you, the audience out there, not, not necessarily saying my audience, but some people in my audience are guilty of this. You cannot deal with names getting dropped and all this kind of stuff because you don't want to believe it. You can't believe this person would actually do something like that. It can't be true. You know, and of course, if someone drops a name, you're going to go, oh, there's no way you don't need names to be dropped. And let me just say this to you. You can look and see we're all putting our evidence out in the world. So with me, for example, I, I went through things like this before and I said, you know what? Screw that. I don't want to be on someone else's platform. I'm just going to make my own thing and I'm going to do all the stuff that I'm mad at these guys because they won't do it. And that's what I've done here. Right. And I've opened this up to people. There's, there's people that have come on here that are way bigger than I am, people that are smaller than I am. And we've had people come on here with YouTube channels that are pretty much non-existent. And, and I mean, less than 10 subscribers or 100, definitely less than 1,000. We don't have any kind of limitations or anything like that. And that's, you know, that's like my way of dealing with it. 
Go go ahead, Joe. I can sense you want to say something here. <laughs> I, I yeah I, I I got a second everything you said there. Um yeah you I mean it's so I mean like I I don't know specifically who Kevin's talking about. Um you know for sure. Um at 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 the same time you know it's it's um you know like I said it doesn't surprise me and yeah I I would agree that I don't think um. I don't think it would benefit to drop any names because I think the people who are fans of whoever they are fans of would not believe it. They would think it's either an attack or something else. And, 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 and I say that because I've seen this industry and the community over the past three or four years when different things have kind of popped up and things have happened and there becomes a very, it becomes very polarizing at that moment. And I think that's why, yeah. Why do you? Because, so yeah. And, and why and, do you and, need names? You can just you can go look and you can see the people who have lots of different people coming on their on on their channel and you know and that they're sharing their influence and stuff like that. You can see it. You yeah. can see it. It's, yeah. it's going to be pretty obvious. Yeah. Just go there and look. If you don't see it, then you go. Oh, wait a second. There it goes. Everyone's telling on themselves. It's out there. Just go look at it, and you could see. There's yeah. people. There are there are people out there who do have different people coming on their channels. So let's say we're talking about Kevin here, but any of us, you can go see who's been on people's, you know, on other people's things, and who hasn't. And then you can use your own brain box, and you can work it out. Yeah. You know, it's pretty easy. It's a pretty straightforward thing. It's the same thing here like this. People saying, oh, how come this person's not? Well, you can see, right? You can see who's not talking about things. And then you can see who who is talking about these things that are going on. You can see who's trying to be all like, you know, lovey-dovey with the NRA and who's against them. You can go back and look and see that there's people who have supported the NRA in the past and been all out there for them. And then this thing comes up and they're like, oh, I don't like this. And they're and now they're outspoken against the NRA and vice versa. You can see the people out there that have talked a lot of shit in the past. And then now they're like, oh, this stuff is all cool. You know, it's all good. You can see this. You don't need anyone to drop names for you. Sorry. Go ahead, Joe. No, no, no. You're you're fine. I'm just I don't I don't know what the hell's wrong with my hat or my headset, but something's pinched up there. And man, it's aggravating my head. Sorry. <laughs> Give me a headache. Okay, that's I, I, I had to do something yeah. with it. I, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. People want to know. I, I see like Brian Quick is trying to, Brian Quick says, so Hickok 45 question mark. Um, okay. If you want to, if you want to have the, the, the conversation about Hickok 45, I'm, I'm going to give you that same answer. You can go to his channel. You can see whether or not people have been on his channel. You can see, you know, who's been on there, who hasn't been on there. These people, the whole thing about YouTube and social media, we are all putting everything on the record. Yeah. We're doing it every day. You guys, you're the audience. You're the reason why this person has 6 million subscribers and this guy has 6,000. You. The folks out there, that's all I, I just want people to just think about this for a second. It's you. You're doing it. So you're the consumer here. You're the one that has the power. You're the voter. OK, you're looking at it. You can see it. You know who's doing this and who's not doing it. And I know that you have a thing where you want people to just like say names or whatever and get into things. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know I've told you guys already, there's lots of big YouTubers, big gun YouTubers who are all the way down with what um, Trump's up to right now, the administration, the ATF, uh, the NRA, they're all the way down with that. They don't see why we're making all this noise and why we're carrying on. It, to them, it's totally unnecessary. In their minds, they don't even care about these things. There's a whole bunch of guns they don't care about. You know, they're not concerned. Even if something happened, they are pretty sure that they're going to have access to things and they're not worried about what you have access to. So, I'm sorry, yep. go ahead, Joe. No, yeah, I'm just, yep, ditto. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you I don't are, know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't you, know what it, I don't know what it is if we pin if we pin down someone and go after them. I kind of look. It's it, it's the thing that's going on oh, with yeah. uh, with Colin Noir, right? Everyone wants to go attack it. He's he's got a job. Yeah. You know this. This is like an actual job. Do you want Do you want us to come to your job, and and make you quit or make them fire you from your job. Lots of gun guys out there can't take the day off from their job to show up in their in their state capital to campaign for the second amendment, but you want a guy to lose his job. You've got to separate these things and realize that this is a job that he has. This is someone who you liked. I'm not trying to de- I'm not trying to defend him. Like every every sword cuts both ways, right? So when Colin Noir was saying all the things you wanted to say, you loved him. You're the ones who loved him, who looked at the videos, was like, yeah, Colin Noir is awesome or whatever. And now things are going the other way, and this is his job, or and or this is what he actually believes. Everyone's mad about it, but you are the ones that have the power. Just don't, if you don't like what people are saying or what they're doing, don't support them. That's it. That's the thing to do. Exactly. And to that, taking the day off, taking the day off work or the morning off work, um, just today, Lake County, Indiana, a few counties over from me, uh, passed a gun ban, uh, no shooting on private property within 700 feet of, of a residence, uh, which basically is a, is a de facto ban in the county uh, for the most part. I mean, that leaves a handful of you know properties that could you know, you could shoot on now in the county. Mm-hmm. Um, 700 feet, if you stick a pin in the map, and from their definition of not just where you're shooting, but wherever your backstop is, wherever the perimeters are, you're basically, you know, let's say you're shooting on, you know, at, uh, you know, 100 feet on your property. So you put a pin in the map of the outside of that 100 foot area all the way around it, and then go out 700 feet. It, it's insane. So anyway, that was today. They, they had one of those votes today. So the count, their county council meets uh, twice a month. Uh, this month, this Tuesday of the month was at 10 o'clock in the morning. I think uh, about 100 people, um, 100 people, 120 people showed up. Uh, they did fill the meeting room, uh, but it wound up getting passed uh, five to two. There's going to be another one. If you're in Lake County, Indiana, there's going to be another vote on February 8th. That's going to be an evening meeting, I believe, I think. Or maybe it's another morning meeting. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, you can. There's a lot of information about that uh, at Facebook. Um, you can look up some of those things if you live in Lake yeah. County. These um, kind of meetings should be getting so, shut down. Yeah, they should be. So, um, Laporte County, Indiana, is an example of how it went the other way. They had uh, the you know, basically identical type of ban. Uh, theirs was going to be a thousand feet, um, and uh, I was there and I spoke at that meeting. 
uh, as well as dozens of other people. And there were hundreds of people. The entire room was filled. There were hundreds of people out in the hallway. There were at least 400. The first one that came up, there was at least 400 people there. The second time, there was five or 600 people there easily. They were spilling out. There was a lot of people who just left because they couldn't even get in the building, let alone into the hallway outside of the meeting room that was doubled up for that one. Um, and they voted that one down unanimously. Uh, <laughs> That's what we need. So, That's what we and, need. Man. Look, when, and, we, when, we right. through, when we went through this stuff last year um, mm-hmm. at state uh, state capitals and stuff like that, there's so many in Florida, there's so many gun stores. Every gun store mm-hmm. owner should have been at that thing. Every oh, yeah. gun store owner should have been there in the state of Florida. They were not. Okay. There's so many gun manufacturers in Florida Every gun manufacturer, the owner and the people who work for him, the people who work in that in those companies, that this is their job, they should have been there, but they weren't. I, I just shut my company for down for the day. I would have hired a bus. And well, I don't know if I would have shut it down for the day, but I've been like, look, any anybody who wants to hop on the bus, you're gonna get paid as a normal day. Let's go. If you want to stay here and work, that's fine. But yeah, we're going. The, the thing about it, Let's what I'm go. trying what I'm trying to say to you is I think that people just aren't interested. This is the majority of the people and they're not interested. And if you if, if anyone out there that can hear my voice, you are interested in this, you want to do something about it. You've got to You've got to think about this, that the one thing that you have left, like we could try to talk to people. I get it. But at some point you have to realize it's like when it's like when I try to convince Lola of something that she doesn't want to hear. OK. She you'll just get tuned out, right? If you're married, you know this principle of the, this concept of what I'm saying to you. So you're just going to get tuned out. So I'm not saying don't try that. Okay, if you've tried it now and you're getting tuned out, the next thing that you need to do is stop giving those people your attention. Stop giving them your attention. If you're if you're upset about it, if you're not seeing it, stop giving them the attention. Because here's what these guys know. If any, and I'm talking about anyone, I'm talking about politicians, I'm talking about Trump, I'm talking about the NRA, I'm talking about whoever you want to, you could put into this category, whoever you're mad at, when you take away your attention from them, they're going to notice that. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're going to notice it. But what's happening is they're not really losing that attention. Okay, and so that's signaling something to them. That's saying, mm, you know what? I guess so many, you know, there's really not that many people that care about this. And that's why you're seeing all the things like I know everyone's aware of everything that's going on behind the scenes or whatever. This is like a a really simple thing to solve. And it's the thing I was going to say to you about what's going on with Kevin. It's the same thing that I think they're ultimately like Kevin has a voice. He has social media. Okay, he's not as big as lots of folks out there. And I get that. But what he needs to do is just keep putting his message out there. He is, and he's grown quick. I think the the first the first time I had him on uh, on a live stream with me, he had five or six hundred on uh, Instagram, and I think he's I don't remember where he's up to now, but he's he's more than ten times that. I think he's up five, six, seven thousand now. Yeah, uh, and that's and a relatively short period. And he's yeah. just he just he's just snowballing, which is awesome. I love that because I mean he can he talks about you know. Um, I forget the exact terminology used, but, but, you know, we all reach different, different groups, right. And we resonate more with some people than other, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I may not resonate with, with a person, uh, 
you know, from, from one background as well as I do from another. And that's cool. You know, we, we all have, we all have our own things, right? I mean, I, I have a unique history. You do. Uh, he does as well. And I, and I think it is, I think it is awesome what he is doing. And I think it is awesome the way that he is getting it out there. And, it, and, it, and it's not just about firearms. He's, he's doing all sorts of education from, from educating people to be financially responsible, um, uh, work ethic responsible, um, you know, helping people with resumes, right? All those, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, it's awesome. And, yeah. and that's something that's desperately needed. Um, and, and it ties in, you know, you know, with rights come responsibilities and, and teaching people and helping them understand their responsibilities also helps them understand their rights and, and, and getting them invested in themselves, in their communities, um, gives them something to live for, something to fight for, something to protect. Mm -hmm. And if you have something worth protecting, you want to protect it. Uh, and you want to protect it properly, you know, in every aspects, be it financial, being financially secure, um, or physically secure. And, and, and I think he is, he is coming about it in a way that's much more unique, I think, than someone in my position would have come up with. Um, I, I, I think, I, I think it's genius. I think it's brilliant. And, yeah. uh, and, and, and that's one of the reasons why I think it's, it's so important that people help, help, help support and, uh, let him get his, 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 his approach to it, uh, continuing to grow. Um, yeah. Cause, cause, cause it's, 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 it's very unique. I, I, I think it's fantastic. I really do. Yeah. I, I would just say, I would just say to anyone out there, not just Kevin, anyone else, um, if, if you have something to say, just get out there and say it. Don't worry so much about the size and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I get it. We every, we all worry about that. I'm sure you do. I do. You know, we, we can see the numbers. Yeah. I'm aware of my numbers. I know what they are, what they aren't. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. But regardless of that, you just have to get up there every day and fight and say what you have to say. Even if people shout you down, even if people say that you're crazy, even if no one wants to support you. And all that kind of stuff. You just have to keep doing it because, you know, it's better to do that than to just sit back and leave it up to other people. And I think we're really living in a world where we don't need like these huge, massive organizations or we don't need people that are even if we just put it in social media terms, we really don't need the huge, massive uh, guys on social media to do something about it. And they don't have a huge motivation to do something about it. If you look at the fact that there's lots of companies that aren't gun companies, gun companies that are directly affected by what's happening. Okay. And mm -hmm. they are not saying anything and they are not doing anything about it. So if, if you're talking about someone that's huge on social media, you know, this is how numbers work, right? All these companies deal with those guys. And if they're not, when they decide, when the companies decide that they want to say something about this, they'll go to these, these um, big social media guys. If that's not happening, then the, the companies don't think that. And the guys are thinking, well, I don't want to jeopardize my relationship with this big company. So I'm not going to get into it. That's what's happening. And guess what? We don't need that. You, we don't need those people. It's up to you. Just get out there, fight for it, make your, you know, let your voice be heard, get out there and try to do something about it. And ultimately, you know that you try to do something about it. And this is just going to come down to whatever it's going to come down to. If most of the people in America are just going to let this stuff go, then it's going to come down to something. We all have to make decisions uh, of what we're going to do about it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I think one of the one of the reasons why some people don't get involved and they don't make the phone calls, they don't show up is because they don't think their voice is going to matter. And, and, and 
I would like to point out. There we go. Ah, hey, Walter. Walter. Welcome. Bring in the noise. Bring in the noise. So, so I, I would like to point out again, you know, some, some stuff here locally that we've seen that's gone both ways with people showing up and not showing up. Right. If you see, you know, oh, well, you know, a couple hundred people are going, I'm not going to show up because I'm just one more person. Well, if everybody else thinks that, nobody's going to be there. And likewise, if, oh, well, only 10 people are going, it's not going to make a difference if it's 11 versus 10. Well, guess what? You know, there's not going to be anybody there anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, when when they had that large turnout uh, in Laporte, for example, um, and I go back to that because that was something that uh, we worked diligently on. It, it was something they tried to sneak in under the wire. And literally, I was beating up every every single person I had a phone. I called. I I got I got I got both the Gun Owners of America and uh, NSSF to shoot out email blasts to their local uh, uh, via zip codes uh, for it as well. Um, NRA wouldn't help me. They wouldn't. They would. They were just yeah. We oh we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can do that. They they just didn't want to get involved then. Um, but you know we got the people out there. We, I, we drilled them individually on a personal level, basically guilt tripping and shaming our friends for not for saying that they couldn't make it right. Mm -hmm. No excuses. You got to be there. Well, guess what? We turned out hundreds of people and it worked, uh, in Lake County, they weren't able to get that done, unfortunately, you know, and, and it's awesome that they filled the room and they had like 125 people there. That is fantastic. And kudos to every single person who turned out. And granted, yes, it's on a Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning and maybe you don't want to take off work. But when you're talking about something that's going to affect you for the rest of your life when you live there on your property, can you not take a couple hours off of work in the morning? Is it that? I, I, I don't know. And, and, and again, I wasn't there this morning. It's a couple of counties away. I worked this morning. If it, if it was in my county or a directly adjacent county, I would have been there. I would have taken the morning off of work for it because I feel that strongly about it. Um, but, you know, there's only so many fights I can personally get into. And it's something that's a, that's a county that I don't live in and that's a couple of counties away. I spread the message as I could on social media uh, as best I could, uh, both my personal and uh, and, and, and the 13 C Instagram and Facebook pages. But, um, if never think your voice is, is inconsequential or doesn't matter. Cause I can tell you from talking with various politicians, uh, some of which I know well uh, that fight for freedom on a daily basis and some of which that I know, but are douchebags. Um, no matter what, if you make a phone call, they literally do consider that at least 10 people. One person making a phone call is at least 10 to them. If you actually show up, they view that as at least a hundred people because if you show up, that means there's at least a hundred people that feel the same way you do if you're willing to show up. So when you have a hundred people show up, that's a thousand people, you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 but then again, Lake County is one is the second largest County population wise in the, in the state of Indiana, second only to uh, uh, Marion County, which is Indianapolis. So mm-hmm. this is a second lar- densest populated County and 125 freaking people showed up. I mean, there are tens, hundreds of thousands of people that live in the southern part of the county yeah. that, that, that this. How, so let me ask you this question. Let me ask oh, you this. Cause I think. Uh, what's up, Walter, by the way? What's up? Hey. You, you, you're coming in here in the middle. So Johnny come lately. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So here's the thing I want to uh, the question I want to ask. And I'll tell you why first, because I think people need a straw man to fight. So how many people were showing up in these places when we had a different president? How many people were showing up when Obama was president? So, so I, I can tell you from, uh, all right. So we had a rally for our rights in Indianapolis about a year ago. Um, and this was not long after, um, 
after the Vegas incident. So about a year ago, maybe it's a little more than a year ago, whatever it was, roughly a year ago. And there were uh, about three or 400 people who showed up. It was on a Saturday, uh, Saturday afternoon. About three or 400 people showed up. Now you flash back to that, uh, to the rally before that, which was like three or four years before that, when Obama was in office and there was a thousand people there. Mm. Okay. And the one, and the one that we had planned for the uh, the pro, the the rally for our rights after Vegas, we had that that was I didn't plan it, but I I helped spread the message on it from the for the people who did plan it. They planned mm-hmm. that for like two and a half months. It's two and a half months notice. Uh, it was not something that was, and the the one before that had a thousand people. When the other letter was president, um, you know R versus D, right? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and that had notice of like two weeks, thousand people turned out. And on the day this one happened, this rally, it was freaking six. It was a it was a heat wave that day. It was in the 60s. It was like 62, 63 degrees. The sun was shining. It was a gorgeous day. It was the perfect time to be outside. Yeah. People need a straw man. They need yeah. an enemy to go after. Mm-hmm. They they the people people are gonna wait until you've got like Ocasio Cortez as president. You know, they're going to they're going to wait right. until some craziness like that happens. And we're like, oh, my God, I think something's going to happen here. We have to do something about this. Cortez, that's that's what I think, because we have a serious we have a serious problem with people just being apathetic right now mm-hmm. when it comes to all these things that are going on. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. Walter, we're basically talking about Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in Congress introduced uh, a bill to expand the uh the uh, background check and close loopholes. Don't all these things have to be signed by Trump? Well, I mean, okay. In the so end, Congress, yes. Congress yes no. has yeah. to put that. Congress yes. has to put it through, and it's got to go, go through, through the, the Senate. Senate. Then it has to go on Trump's desk. Right, right, right. Okay. okay, but what makes you think that Trump won't? So, are you saying that Trump I, will not I, let? I'm this not go saying past that. The There's just, okay. I'm just. There's a long road ahead of that. Um, just like the hearing protection act and just like reciprocity and just like yeah. all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. um and they're going to deluge the place with all these bills. Yeah. I mean, we, at, knew, we knew, we knew Pelosi once they took over, they were going to do this kind of, Oh stuff. yeah. She said they were going right. to do it. It's nothing. It's yeah. not a surprise. You yeah. have, you have your enemy. They're right back. <laughs> and, but uh, I, I think that this is a dangerous time. Like right now we have, we've got the shutdown going on. Uh, when is the last time the shutdown lasted this long? Well, because we've got somebody with a set. Okay. All right. Uh, 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 He has a set. Whether you like him or not, he's he's, he wants to get he wants to get the wall done. I think the wall is a straw man that everyone's fighting against and things. I think it's very important. Actually, that's going to like resolve everything. But because nobody's going to take him seriously unless he stands his ground. So what? What what was the longest? Sh- I know I know there was one pretty long shutdown. Maybe a week, last, something like, like that. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. But well, I, and consider this shutdown was over the Christmas New Year holiday, so that kind of right. I mean, it's 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 a little different right now. Yeah. It was a Christmas New Year holiday. You got to give. I'm not complaining about that. For, okay, first of all, it's affecting me directly. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was going to say. Who's affected by the <laughs> no, shutdown? I'm not all talking the- about getting paid either. I'm talking about three quarters of my income. 
So, okay. um, so but how so, Walter? How so? Well, I'm waiting for a determination from ATF, and okay, you figure it out, <laughs> or the uh, world will figure it out. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, you've got. So I was going to say it's affecting me too, but it's only affecting me insofar as right now it's going to be hopefully no more than an additional 14, 15 de- day delay on what's already a seven to nine month wait anyway, because I've got four or five Paperwork. stamps pending right now. Yeah. But that's all but, toys. But yeah. Well, that's all I, toys. they are not toys. They are necessary <laughs> work requirement, hearing protection, yeah, or, 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 OSHA <laughs> safety devices and things. I agree with nature. you. Yes. I agree with you. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I, I'm just, I, hopefully by the time it's time to travel to the shot show mm-hmm. that the TSA Nazis have been paid a little bit because I'm not even going to, I'm, you know, what? I'm usually grumbling the whole way through, take my fucking shoes off. Oh, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. And I'm just so going to be the best. We're going to have to put up with the TSA. I, didn't they sh- I wish they would shut the TSA down. Just shut the TSA down. Let us all get on the planes. Yeah. It's not like they're actually catching anybody. Anyway. <laughs> well, there's no argument there. I think it should be private people like it used to be doing it. And then they yeah. work anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. or you could just, if they, if they walk out, you could do like, the, like Reagan did to the air traffic controllers. Oh, okay. Fire That's them. what's going on your face. I see some kind of, yeah. I got a laser. Ooh, okay. you know, the one that shows up laser. on the air, the $25 or $30 laser, the green laser that you can light matches with and all that stuff. Okay. I bought one. And you can't, um, you can't light a match with it. Don't light your eye on fire. No, no. It's I've got the filter in it now that does the you know all the disco effect. You know, like we said. Let's see here. Let's go into, let's see where you can see it. Oh boy. You can do oh, all this stuff. It, it's like a star shower for your Yeah, but if you unscrew, if you unscrew that filter, that's when you burn the eyeballs out. So um oh, okay. But um, it's don't, pretty don't badass, your, actually. Don't, don't fry your camera. Well, yeah, that actually is a good lens. It'll fry your and camera. Zoop. Zoop. Go well, right he goes up. black. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, I'm, you know. Um, Listen, I, I, okay. I'm all for the shutdown, believe it or not, even though it's affecting me directly. But um, um, yeah, I don't. I think the biggest way the shutdown is affecting us is we can't send someone in there to find out what the hell's going on with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. For real, yeah, that's, that's the only pretty. Thing. You that's, know, Florida, Florida has. We just um, our new uh, governor is going to have to appoint three new Supreme Court justices. That's because Florida has a uh, mandatory retirement age for those people, uh, which the Supreme Court should have too. So you don't have these ninety or eighty-nine year old decrepit sleeping during the arguments people. Um, yeah. Left. Uh, I don't think we need a Supreme Court personally. I don't think we need it. Uh, well, we need simple laws. These are the laws <laughs> of the land. You can't look right here. Boom. You see that? Yes. Thing? I, 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 That's I, all I, we need. Laws, I, I, law of the land. Don't mess with it. Um, I, I agree with you. But unless there's like a complete revolution, which I've. It may I come hope, to that. <laughs> let's, let's hope no, not. I, well, I, last few days I've had this feeling like we might turn into France here pretty soon. So. Um, which won't be a bad thing, actually. We need to get uh, mad. I wish people would just get mad and, and, and do something that shows these guys that we're mad. We're paying attention. We're not going to let this go. Yeah. yeah. Um, you well, know? yeah. That's the thing. Look, okay, Trump is standing up for the wall thing. I get it. There's people out there who believe in the wall. Walter, you believe in the wall. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, Joe, what do you think about the wall? Need a border. I, I, I am 50-50 on the wall, meaning that I think there are definitely places that need a wall. They need a wall in certain places. I also 
think there are certain places where you don't really need a physical barrier. But I think there's a comprehensive way that should have been done back when Reagan said he was going to do it when he legalized 9 million illegals, <laughs> right? Um, and then and then paved the way for everything we're seeing. All the, all I lived this, through that. I lived through that. Right. Um, all this that we're seeing right now is Reagan's fault. And I know I've been bitching well, about Reagan well, today. Well, it's not really honestly, Reagan's fault. It's, it's, well, okay, hold on. He did, the, he did that mm-hmm. because he said, okay, no one wants to do anything about immigration. Mm-hmm. We're going to have amnesty, and then we're going to clear up immigration. They well, had amnesty, and come on. never got cleared up. Well, you know and, what? And, 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 and that's the thing. He never followed through on the rest of what he promised. I mean, yeah. what, what Reagan said – he said a lot of awesome stuff. I mean, you listen to his speeches. He was an awesome guy. You look at what he actually did, not so much. And again, this isn't a pick on That's Reagan. But since we, right. But since we brought up the wall. Well, the, how, the wall how much, came down as right, a result of Reagan. <laughs> right, yeah, that wall came down. <laughs> but, you know, as a result of him paving the, you know, what was originally going to be two, two and a half million uh illegals legalized. There were nine, at least nine million legalized. It also signaled, and that opened the floodgates that, hey, if you get in, there's amnesty, there's yeah. this, well, there's that's that. Why you have to they stop. never did anything to shut it down. Right. So I am 100% in favor of controlling the border. Um, I think I, I think some of this wall stuff on some ends is a little extreme, but regardless, we got to control the border. There are sections that don't have have a physical barrier that need them desperately. And the, and sections, have, the sections that they've repaired and, and, and built, Need it's to be proven upgraded. factual truth that it stops things. Yes, <laughs> ab- absolutely. Okay, um, well, depending, you know, depending on where it is, you you mm-hmm. don't need a wall just above ground. You need a wall below ground. And everybody says they dig under the – the only people that dig under are the ones that are important drugs, period. Average Joe from Guatemala ain't digging no tunnel. Yeah, but once they create that tunnel, that tunnel exists. They do that for money. They don't do that for, for Joe from Guatemala. Yeah, but other things can go yeah. through the tunnel, right? Or, or Josephine and other Josephine's things baby. and other people can go through those tunnels, right? There's ways that you can you can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen, listen. It's not just people don't come. Uh, I'm going to say this again. People don't just come illegally over the borders. They, oh, I know. They, get, they arrive here illegally on planes, boats. Let me let me say to you, listen. Uh, listen. Every, every I'm, one I'm, of the nine eleven hijackers flew over legally. Yeah, I'm for stopping it all, including everybody from everywhere. So, well, okay, so that that makes more sense to me. How about we shut down all immigration instead of giving like an amnesty, you know, and then oh, we'll fix this later. Shut it all down and say when we fix this, then we'll start this up, and everyone has to follow the rules that we create. Yeah, but you, but you got to stop the flow, baby. You got to stop the flow. Uh, what I, happens? I, I, what happens if all of a sudden all hell breaks loose in Mexico for real or Central America? And tens of thousands rushed the country. Hundreds of thousands rushed the country. What are you going to do then? That's that, that's actually an excellent point because we see and they're all full of sickness and diseases and freaking. If, if you've seen, if you've seen the, I mean, we've seen the videos from Border Patrol released and pictures re- publicly released at least over the last that I can talk about over the last couple of days of these these folks coming up here with insane Kate TB, all these different, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's bad. Um, um, so, so we, we need in certain areas, we certainly need more phys- either physical barriers or improved physical barriers so that border patrol can focus their manpower, uh, less on actual physically guarding the border and in that location. And you can get more value per 
border patrol agent with a physical barrier than you can without one. If out, that makes the, sense. out in the deserts, it's a lot harder at crossing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the deserts, the mountains, places like um, California, yeah. New Mexico, etc. But here's the thing. I've told you guys this before. Everyone thinks it's a joke. Here's what you need to do. Oh, God. Not no zombies and, and crocodiles. That, and <laughs> No. Listen, if on the borders you put zombie actors, oh. you don't have to have actual zombies. I don't want to have to pay no more damn actors. Unless you, really want, unless you really want it. You can literally just have projections. You could put, you could put <laughs> animatronic zombies out there. Okay, you can have kites that look like witches on broomsticks. Why don't you put Catholic like priests out there? And that will scare the. Okay, <laughs> if you don't think that's going to scare the living crap out of people and make them stop coming across the border, yes, it will. Okay, okay we're talking about people that 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 are that um the you know listen. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying those kinds of things can't happen, right? Because they absolutely can happen. What's happening in the world, the reason why everyone wants to come into America is because we kind of like created something that everyone thinks is a paradise. Um, and if it ever was a paradise, it's slipping away from that. So oh, now well, we're, trying to, uh, like, yeah. we're trying to maintain that while the rest of the world falls down around us, right? So, yeah, let me see. Uh, de Blasio says he's going to, there's healthcare is a right, right? Okay, who's going to, everybody's going to get healthcare. So they're going to turn New York City into a, a bigger shithole than it already is um, because they won't be able to pay for it. So who's going to pay for that? You're going to pay for it. I'm going to pay for it. The people um, in New York City that believe that they can do that are going to pay for it. All the doctors, business, all the doctors, corporate, all yeah. the corporate businesses will leave the city. Yeah, absolutely. They will fucking leave. There'll be no yeah. more New York City. Yeah. There won't be professionals uh, in the healthcare field in the city because they will have to. They will have to control. The only way to do it is to control the prices. Period. Um, like I've always said, when that happens, they'll tell the doctors you get twenty five dollars a week, and if you don't like it, too bad. Or and your band aid can't cost fifty dollars. Your band aid costs two cents, which it does anyways. But so they'll dictate that to the companies. They'll dictate to the doctors, and then so. Like you said, they'll all get up and leave unless they're forced to stay. Um, <laughs> and don't put it past anybody. to. Um, we, uh, How are they going to force people to stay? Conscription. It's not the same. Um, they, they, so, so they're just going to expand on there. There are rules for healthcare providers as far as, you know, let's say you're uh, you're a nurse in the operating room. And you've been there for eight hours and your shift is up. Well, <laughs> if your relief isn't there, you can't leave. Mm -hmm. Right? You can't leave if your relief isn't there. Yeah. Um, so it the same way, they'll just expand those things and just say, oh, yeah, there's a state, you know, be it a state of emergency or uh, or expanding the laws governing uh, governing healthcare providers. I mean, th there are. There are a number of ways where they 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 may very yeah. well try it. At the and same time, they expanded like um, you would know better about this than I would, Joe. But I have worked in healthcare. In order to be a nurse now, you have to have a master's degree, right? Right or wrong? So uh, uh, no, 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 no. So okay. um, so th there are still um, there are still associates in nursing degrees. Most hospitals uh, won't. Most uh, not most. A lot of hospitals will not hire you. Uh, without either a bachelor's in nursing or they will hire you with an associates and then they'll say, all right, we'll hire you with an associates, but you have to then go through your master's uh, while you're working for us. We'll pay for it. But then you get to give a commitment to them for so long. 
Um, it's be, it's becoming increasingly difficult for someone with an associate to get hired. Um, bachelors, no problem at all anywhere. There's a nursing shortage. They have no problem worrying okay. about getting people with uh, bachelors. Okay. So you got to have a bachelor's minimum. So that's a lot. Well, um, I'm not yeah, that's also, just one part of it that makes it. That's yeah. just one thing, and, and, that makes and, it and difficult, and expensive, uh, right. not easy to enter. And, and they're 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 going to have to conscript. It's not just the nurses. You're talking about radiation techs, phlebotomists, um, uh, secretaries, right? Uh, orderlies, janitors. You're uh, you know patient transporters. Mm -hmm. There's there's not. Health, you know, and, and when I get into conversations with people about this, this is something that's near and been near and dear to my heart, not just because of the field I'm in, because all my friends and relatives and stuff also have worked in healthcare. Um, you know, it, it, healthcare is not some tangible, I, you know, it, um, you know, I hear, uh, what, you got a pinata, oh, yeah, here, right? yeah, 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 right. So, uh, so that pinata, so, did that pinata sneak over the border, by the way? I that is a loot llama and and that oh. guy that guy is awesome. Um, so right, healthcare is not a, a tangible item, right? This is just a tool. This 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 scalpel, the the stethoscope, uh, they're all just tools. Healthcare is people. It's your doctors, your nurses, uh, staff, orderlies, uh, assistants, right? Phlebotomists, radi radiation, radiology technicians, right? All these folks are healthcare. Without them, this stuff is useless, right? You, you, yeah, you someone has people. to be there to implement. Somebody, the tool. somebody, somebody's got to actually use those tools, and and to say that you have the right uh, to someone else's labor um, is insane to me. And you know, Rand That's, Paul caught Rand Paul caught a little bit of hell when he was when when he called out Bernie Sanders on that. And he he had a great talk on the Senate floor. You know, if anybody feels like going and looking up his little speech on that, where he went after Bernie Sanders about, you know, you're basically you're saying you come into my house and order me out of my house in the middle of the night to help you. That's what you're that that's what you're proclaiming. That's called, you're that's claiming called the, that you have. That's called the British. Right. Yeah. You, you <laughs> that's know, called slavery. 1776. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah. 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 It's it, called yeah, slavery. It, Exactly. Yeah. And of course, to them, it's not because, you know, you're getting paid. Well, hey, you know, and um, you know, for people who don't understand where I'm coming from, you're not you know, going to get paid what you get paid now. You're going to get paid. Yeah, you're going to get paid whatever they want to pay you. And even right. if you are being comp, even if you however you they want to figure out you're being compensated. Right. You still don't have a choice. That's like trying to say that, oh, you know, well, the black folk, folks who were slaves, they got housing, housing, they got food, they got health care. They're still slaves. Right. I mean, it does not change. It does not change the fact. No, no. Being working in an operating room is not I'm not trying to equate the two as the same thing. Uh, what I'm saying is that if if in principle, take forcing someone to work for you is wrong, it is still wrong today in 2019, even if they're wearing scrubs instead of rags. And they went that's to college. my point. And right, and right, and <laughs> right, and, college, and and they went yeah. to college, um, um, which yeah, right. It, it's it's just it's yeah. it's infuriating. It's 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 honestly a lot of things. A lot of things are going to crash here in the next twenty years. You guys, know all that, you right? have to do to yeah. fix all this liberal uh, giveaway is just turn off the federal money. Boom, done. Yeah, there'll be no free healthcare in New York City if you turn off the federal money because that city can't afford it. Period. <laughs> it can't. None of these cities can afford anything they do in these programs without the federal aid. They can't do it. Um, yeah. Now, how? So, how would you go about turning off the federal money? Well, once again, it takes it takes a big set 
of people with people with a big set to do it because everybody. Yeah, but it, it doesn't take one big set. Does it just take two nuts on <laughs> one person in order to do that? Well, if it's or got a big enough a with one nut, nut, I guess. Lots of people. Um, but who said? Well, you know, it's like foreign aid. Who says you have to give foreign aid to all these countries? You don't have to give these people. I heard something that they crazy that we give China foreign aid. We do. What we the give, fuck we are we probably doing? Give every country. Why? The, if you it go create your own influence. country now, Walterlandia, you will I probably turn it get. off all of it, and we and we build a hundred foot tall wall, and play and play sports off one side of it. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, we'll put up the electric fence, and they can run up and grab a hold and try to climb up. You know, we put a, yeah. we put a ladder on the other side. Just electrify the ladder. So, so here's the thing, right? Here's the uh, conundrum that we're going to run into. This is not going to happen off of one person. I don't think personally this is what Trump is trying to do. Um, I don't think Republicans want that to happen. I don't think Democrats want it to happen. I think that you, these people are never going to solve problems. They exist because they create problems. Okay, so they're not going to solve problems for us. The only way that we're going to solve some of these problems is a total burn down, which I don't want. Nobody wants a total burn down. But this is the reason why. One of the big pressing issues in society today is guns, because you well, can't no, have, because you can't have it, a burn down from people who are not armed. Why do you why do you think they want this federal uh, red uh, flag thing? So if you, all of a sudden you start to threaten them, they're going to come and take your stuff. Absolutely. Hell yeah. I mean, it's not it's not it's not an issue of saving the children and all that bullshit. It's about it's about stealing your stuff. If Walter, if it do, exactly, if you think it was an issue of saving the children, how many children? I know this is going to be tiring <laughs> to people. How I don't many care. Children, I, I how don't, many children I, do we abort? How many children do we abort? Uh, hundreds of thousands. Yes. Yes. Mostly so of the uh, mostly of, mostly minorities too. By the way. Hell's yeah, absolutely. But the minorities don't get upset about that. And why is that? There's a lot of things. Because, because it's free? People are confused, man. Most people are living in a state of confusion. Why is it always the white women that are screaming and hollering for abortion, but it's it's mainly uh, administered to the uh, minorities? <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. It's a form, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, it's a form of genocide. Why are these big, fat, yeah. white liberals running around with their vaginas on their heads, screaming and hollering about it? And because the reason why you put a vagina on your head, because the vagina doesn't work for you. Where <laughs> the JJ shut down. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or exactly. nobody wants to touch that. So now you don't want anyone else's JJ to, to work. <laughs> so, you go, you know, this is the thing. They're not, this is not, this has nothing to do with logic or common sense. Oh, no, no, it's like about that. control. It's all control. Yes, all it's about them. control. That's how you're going to keep people from getting mad. That's how you're going to make people... They're going to look, we were talking about healthcare and lots of other fields that people are demanding things at a certain you price. You're going to be right. forced to go to school and study. It's not going to be like, oh, what do you want to study? Oh, I think I'll study the liberal arts of how fruit flies uh, change their gender. You're not going to be able to do that shit anymore. They're like, no, you're going to be a nurse. Well, yeah, you will, because they want yeah. the money of the stupid idiots. Yeah. Um, well, they're, they're going to have to force people into healthcare at that point. Because think about it, how many people want to spend? It costs a lot of money to go to medical school to be. You want to spend fifteen right? years, sixteen, twenty years going to school you're, just to be told you know you're going to make minimum wage or something? 
Yeah, to no. be a surgeon, you're going to spend 16 years. It's going to take you 16 years of schooling and training to be to, to, to be to be to be an attending, um, you know, to be a nurse, um, you know, with the way they keep increasing it. You know, two year is no longer really sufficient in most cases. Yeah. They want was four it, or six year. So right? Correct me and, if I'm wrong. I, re, I I'm pretty sure there was a time when you could go to a school for 90 days. I think I've worked in a, in a hospital uh, when I lived in New York City that had a nursing school inside of it. It was yeah, like it, 90 days. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, you can, well, go, you can go to this school. I'm talking that school closed like in the 90s or something. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah it, well, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, yeah. Uh, how, yeah. The, 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 current, the current hours required to be an EMT is longer than the hours that were required to be a nurse back in the early 90s. Yeah. yeah. So Rodney no, Brady says, right. "Stop hating on the greatest city on earth in New York City." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, uh, I don't. And, 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 and you bring up a good point. Do you, have either of you read the book Atlas Shrugged by Ian Rand? Uh, very aware of it. I've, very I've totally, of it. I've totally watched the movies. Okay. <laughs> I've, listened, I've listened to the audiobooks. I didn't L- listen to the audiobooks. The, 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 the full yes. one or the abridged? The full one is is I I, I haven't li- for, I, it's I've, forever. I've, it's forever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I read the book actually uh, actually twice. Um, I, the second time I skimmed through a couple of a, a couple of longer Galt speeches. But mm-hmm. um, h- how about you, Walter? Have, have you read? No, I haven't, I haven't. It no. is it is probably you would enjoy it. You would enjoy it immensely. I would highly recommend it. Um, so anyway, it, it, in in the book, basically what what's happening is healthcare is what we're talking about here uh, tonight. Uh, what happens in the book? And of course, this book was written back in the early forties. I think in the book was it trains or something like that. Uh, well, well, yeah, the 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 main the main driving the steel industry was, was train was steel and trains, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But um, one of the side things was they 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 kind of looked into other aspects of of technology and other things. And one of them was the doctors, and one one of the, and was what was happening in healthcare because of healthcare costs and stuff like that. Even back then, this was something that that uh, she had seen coming. And there was there was one of the top doctors, surgeons in the country at the time, uh, was, was quote, was, you know, their, his character, uh, gave a speech and the, and the short part of that, if you guys want to hear it, it's going to take me like five seconds to read it. But, um, he's talking about, you know, uh, you know, men only consider the welfare of the patients with no thought to those who provide it, that a doctor should have any right desire or choice in the matter was, (laughs) was regarded as irrelevant selfishness. His is not to choose. They said only to serve. And it goes and, you know, he goes on a short part here to talk about, you know, they don't feel like, uh, you know, it's too dangerous to have a man working uh, under compulsion in a stockyard. Uh, But it never occurs to those same people uh, who propose to help the sick by making life impossible for the healthy. Um, And and the, 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 the biggest takeaway from this is I have often wondered at the smugness with which people assert their right to enslave me, to control my work, to force my will, to violate my conscience to stifle my mind. Yet that is exactly what they depend on when they uh, lie on an operating table under my hands. Their moral code has taught them to believe that it is safe to rely on the virtue of their victims. Well, that is a virtue I have withdrawn. Let them now discover the kind of doctors that their system will produce. Let them discover in their operating rooms and hospital wards that it is not safe to place their lives in the hand of a man whose life they have throttled. It is not safe if he is the sort who resents it, and still less safe if he is the sort that doesn't. Mm-hmm. And to me, to me, that is quintessential there. Why would you want to put your life in the hands of someone who you are 
who you are, you know, as he puts it, throttling their life. And more so, why would you want to put your life in the hands of someone who wasn't intelligent enough to realize that? Um, I, I, that that has that that has rung true and stuck with me um, over the years. Um, and we have plenty of we have is. plenty of that going on. I think it's lots of confusion. People mm-hmm. are confused. You know, they they're like, oh, we got to do this thing. We have to let these people have free choice. You could choose whatever sex you want. You could choose, you know, all these things you could choose to do. But this thing, no, you can't have that. You can't have this. You can't have this. Well, there's you there's know. a lot of factors with this whole healthcare thing, the cost of it and all that. Aside from the actual medical part of it, it's another one is lawyers. And the legal system has created a, a system that coddles the the, le- the lawyers in their lawsuits. And um, um, yeah. speaking and, of slavery. Well, poor, well, yeah, poor, I mean, poor, uh, slavery, I'm, I'm talking about Spencer. Oh, Spencer, Spencer bringing me in some pizza. No, <laughs> yeah, he, did that, he did that. Of, he's conscripted into bringing you pizza. <laughs> he, he did that of his own free will, actually. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Um, I came home and it was in the oven already. So, you know, oh, OK, like, OK, fine. <laughs> um, how, yeah, I, I think I think slavery and somebody working in a, in a, in a medical situation that doesn't want to be there and. And, you know, might just say, oh, fuck him. He's going to die. <laughs> and how about flying a how about flying a, how, how about flying a fighter jet assembled by slave labor like in World War Two? Every once in a while, those things crashed or the missile blew up or. Mm-hmm. or <laughs> well, how people- about being operated on by a surgeon that he doesn't really want to be there and he's on some kind of drug? He care less. He's just waiting to get off. Yeah. Or yeah. he's on a drug that's so he can be there. Yeah. And you don't know what that drug is doing to him. It's like people who are well, driving cars under. I got news for you. Some of them are on drugs right now. Uh, Absolutely. They have been for a long time. This, so, this thing didn't start. This thing with healthcare didn't start now. It's been going on for a long time. It has oh, been yeah, going yeah. on for a long but once time. Once again, it's also a control thing. Yeah. yeah. Walter, by the way, uh, I'm going to let you go ahead, Joe. Um, TN Treasure Hunter Walter yeah. says he wants you to check your email. He has a, an issue with the SHTF 50 that oh, okay. he needs your help okay. with. So just check that out. All right. Just want to remind you of that before we no move on from it. I'm sorry, Joe, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, and obviously it's too late to turn back the clock now, but I, I think healthcare well, started its downward spiral the first time someone said it's covered. Uh, um, first time the government because, got involved. Well, <laughs> that too. But, you know, insurance should have never have been preventative care, preventative maintenance. Insurance should have been for those catastrophic unforeseen things. And unfortunately, part of part of what led us to where we are now is patients taking no ownership. And I mean, I, this is a multi-layered faceted thing. We're not going to you know, obviously solve anything here tonight, but patients should have been taking charge of their care from the beginning. They shouldn't have handed it off to whether or not it's covered or not. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's where the, the spiral started where, well, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me two uh, Tylenol anyway. I don't care if it costs a hundred bucks because whatever it's covered, right? I already mm-hmm. met my deductible. It's covered. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the, one of the things that, that, that is good that's coming up allegedly is uh, there's going to be more transparency on for actual charges. So patients can actually figure out what the hell they're being charged, uh, which is awesome. Um, well, I really wish we'd go back to a, we, we would go back and be allowed to have a cash system where people could actually oh, just pay. Yeah, you, you go to the, um, you go to, to some place to get something done and you say, how you want to where your insurance is? I want to pay with cash. They go, you get this deer in the headlights look like, right. Uh, <laughs> there's, uh, people who do, there's people who do it and they're able to, uh, negotiate yeah, I, and get better deals. I, Oh yeah. I, we, we, we do that for our care. So I lost, uh, my, my, uh, my health insurance that I had is I'm, 
private individual for healthcare. And uh, my insurance that I had that was fine and that I liked uh, was canceled uh, because it was no longer compliant. Or I'm sorry, it wasn't canceled. It was not renewed because it wasn't compliant. Um, so I've been without out traditional insurance now for four years, five years, at least, whatever it's been. Um, so yeah, we pay cash for virtually everything. And, uh, you know, when my wife, wife has an annual exam, got to call, you know, go up and be like, Hey, you know, how much, how much is this? You know, what's the cash price? I'm going to pay cash. What's the cash price. I'm going to pay you in full day of service. You don't have to send out any bills. You don't have to do anything paid in full here on the spot. What is it? And a lot of times that's less than it would have been for the copay and the deductible, significantly less, even well, without the negotiated price. But you got to make sure you do that. And, yeah, what is this negotiated price? It, so, it, it's it's this game, you know, it's like. The, the, well, why, why I'll, do you have I'll, to, I'll tell you I'll tell you exactly what it is, because because I see that in part of what I do now. Um, what happens is a hospital will go to whatever X, Y, Z manufacturer and they will say, we need 50 percent off list price. We need 50% off. And I'm like, okay, uh, we'll give you 50, you know, it's 2019 now, we'll give you 50% off 2019's list price. Meanwhile, you know, because last year, they, padded they it, only yeah. got 45. Yeah, they padded it. They just increased the list price for that year. And then you get 50% off and they're all happy. They're like, oh, it's 50% off. Um, you know, so there's an idea. And then what happens is, you know, whatever facility it is, will then take, um, will then take whatever that is and they don't you know even if there is savings that goes to the patient that sh savings that's going on they don't pass any of that on to the patient they still bill out at an increased rate because oh it's 2019 we got to add five percent cost cost of increase for operating costs oh none, of, none of that gets passed none none of this is getting passed on to the patient you know very little of it's going to the insurance company what's happened under this current system is Insurance companies are making bank because they're charging the hell out of healthy patients. They're rake. I mean, we're seeing insurance companies post record profits. Hospitals are making insane profits because they aren't dropping any of their charges anyway. And 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 the only one who's consistently getting screwed across the border patients. And then with the problem that we're in right now and that we've continued to be in is that government is the problem. Government won't get the hell out of the way. If we let hospital, if we let yep. insurance cut people buy insurance, whatever the hell kind of insurance Com they competition, want competition. across the lines. Exactly. What I mean, Walter, you're old enough to remember what happened uh, when they started selling insurance premiums for cars across state lines. You can buy car insurance across There's state competition. lines. competition. There's competition and insur car insurance rates I dropped thought, by 50%. I thought I thought Trump signed a thing doing opening up the state uh, over state lines health insurance thing a uh, year or so ago. That was one of the things he did. It didn't yeah, make whether much or not that's been implemented or not. I yeah, mean, I thought for sure that some, you'd start to see something going on with that, but well, I haven't well, seen anything. Okay, so. there's systems yeah. that these guys are setting up, and systems uh, they're not going to change oh. systems simply because of laws that are put into effect. Here's the thing I want to say about this. There's something that can help us with all these things. It's called decentralization. Mm -hmm. You know, and by that I mean where you take this stuff out of the hands of the government the banks, et cetera, hospitals, all that kind of stuff. And you put it back in the hands of the customer patients, you know, directly. Um, that decentralization though is when is what we're talking about when you're looking at things like Bitcoin and all of that, and which of course the government doesn't want you to be able to have, right? They don't want you to take control of what you do and oh, take it out of their hands. You use that bad word again. Control. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. and let me throw one more thing back here with the wall. We part of the problem in healthcare right now is 
the enormous cost of paying for people who pay nothing. Yeah. Who, who don't work in the system, who don't contribute anything to the system, yet they get 100% health care coverage. Who pays for that? The guy like me that goes in and you go in for a hernia thing as an outpatient and you get a $17,000 bill for about four hours worth of stuff. Really? It's like, I said to the woman that this was a few years ago, I said, you know, I'm paying for all the ones that don't pay all the Mexicans. She goes, oh, that's not true. Oh, oh, oh no, that's not true. And it's like, bullshit. It's mm-hmm. not true. Somebody's got to pay for all these people that don't pay anything. Right? Yeah. Well, you should have gone in there and just said your name was Walter Perez, man. Or Vasquez. Or whatever. Si, <laughs> sure. yeah. senor. I can, I, you know? I, I'm the albino one, you know? <laughs> Listen, one way or the other, if they don't fix this, it's going to get broken. That's what I mean by that. If you think you're going to fix everything by taxing the shit out of everyone, no. then we're, get, then everyone's going to stop working. The people are going to stop producing. You, you, know? you, you, you turn off like the Obamacare thing. It's like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Stop it and get the... I don't want a replacement. I really don't want no damn replacement because the replacement is not going to be any better. I don't care who comes up with the ideas. Yeah. I don't want the government in the healthcare thing because well, that's the problem we have. That's the problem we have with healthcare. Everyone had to get on board. I think it goes back to uh, what Joe was saying earlier. Everyone had to now get on board with healthcare because it's either you have it or you don't have it. Well, so now everyone's well, on board. Thing, but you can only I, fix it if everyone gets actually gets off of it, and then all those places get into trouble because, like, wait a second, the only people who are coming in here and taking this thing are the people who are getting it for free. Then they're going to have a problem because, like you just said, that can't work, right? Because people, even if you charge somebody ten dollars to 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 see the doctor, some of these people don't want to pay ten dollars. They get offended by, oh my god, I've got ten dollars. Well, you got a freaking cell phone and you got smokes in your pocket and you're and you're buying lottery tickets. You don't got 10 bucks. Yeah. You can't, you can't get nothing out of these people. So I in mean, 1970, in 1970, your leg could be hanging off. And if you didn't have money, you would just uh, put some uh, bacitracin. Or- <laughs> I mean, it's called mercurochrome. Yeah. Mercur- stuff, and you just soak it in that stuff and wrap it up and, and tough up. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm just thinking. I'm thinking about the the movie Eddie Murphy's movie, oh. The Golden Child. Oh, okay. Because they did something. They like they. Oh, you know what? They cut um they cut this it this um they cut a knife into his hand. Yeah. So they cut the shape of a knife into his hand, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, "You're not gonna give me some bacitracin or mercuricone? <laughs> what you just said? Yeah, He's really? Like, okay. You can put something on this thing, but that's I mean, what that's what you would do, right? That's what you would do before. Now. Anything that happens, if you have a headache, you're like, okay, I'll just go to the emergency room. Yeah, well, oh, I've well, got a headache. I need so-and-so. You know, I mean, come on. Like I said before, though, some of these people don't want to pay anything. I mean, not even a minute, a nominal, a little bit of just something. If everybody paid something, it wouldn't be this issue. But everybody thinks it's going to be free, and somebody else is going to pay. That rich guy is going to pay, or that corporation is going to pay. Well, who does the corporation get their money from? Hmm. Yeah. Corporation gets the money from the little guys. When you go to buy that gasoline or you get that refrigerator or you go buy your smokes, by the way. Yeah, um, nothing is magically created in the universe. Everything in the universe is recycling, going back and forward for there's equal and opposite reaction for every action. Right. So, you know, when you want you want when you want to make twenty dollars an hour working at McDonald's um, doing nothing. Um, guess what? The burger is going to be fifteen dollars. <laughs> McDonald's ain't going to absorb it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. 
So yeah. I mean, it, it all gets passed on. I mean, it, it's there's there's so no it, scenario where it doesn't. I mean, I mean, I, in healthcare, if if you got the government out of it and you let that to be competition, and I know these people are all scared of corporations. Well, hello, there were corporations in 1970. There were corporations in 1980. Um, um, uh, and let people compete and let the doctors compete, you'll find that things will get better on yeah. their own um, without any government help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I think you already have, I'm gonna come back to it. I think people can solve these problems themselves. And if you look at healthcare, for example, there's doctors and other healthcare providers that are just going, they're just leaving the system. Well, there's doctors who go out and work for cash too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're leaving the system. They're operating outside of the system. You know, what's going to happen is one way or the other, we all have to find a way to leave the system. Either we leave that system peacefully or we leave that system through some kind of upheaval. Chaos. The upheaval is not the fun thing. It's not the no, fun no, thing. No, no, because everybody, everybody romanticizes all that sometimes. But, okay, sure, if it happened and, and it happened in a positive way, but a lot of people will take advantage of the situation and um what positive very, way what positive way do you see a scenario where that happens well i mean you, you, you know, there's an uprising and things change but oh okay um but yeah. there's always the the criminal element and the riffraff to take advantage of the uprising so you got to fight those guys off before you even get the change so um stack them and rack them rack them and stack them so mm-hmm. um, <laughs> better have some ammunition yeah, I, I think this. I think that even though people think that we could just keep going this way, we're all going to submit to being zombies, or eventually mm-hmm. people are going to realize, whoa, this 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 is no good. We can't actually go well, forward like this. You've seen someone how many has people, to get up and mow the lawn and do this thing and do you know people have to get up and do things. You see how all the compliance with the new laws in these other states, right? Mm-hmm. There has zero, been any basically compliance. zero. Yeah, right. What, what did they say? New Jersey zero people in New <laughs> Jersey have turned into New Jersey State Police zero. Right. So right. it's like, hello. Um, yeah, uh, it, th- that, that should be a wake up call that this is not going the way you think it is. And, and unless unless you want bad things to happen, just 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 stop. You know, you, you can't. It's it, it's like the 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 high, the high capacity or standard capacity, as we would call it, uh, magazine ban uh, that they that they have now. I mean, think about it, it for for seven, seven magazines you get higher punishment for having seven high capacity magazines than you would for having an unregistered fully automatic machine gun, seven um, mags, fully automatic unregistered machine gun, same penalty. So <laughs> if, if you're going to be a felon here, what's it matter if you throw in an extra illegal machine gun, right? I mean, do <laughs> well. they, do they, they not realize what they're creating? Right. I mean, even, even if, even if in your demented delusional mind, you think banning high capacity magazines is a good thing. We already did that. Right. We, we already we did, did that but, already, but, but I'm just trying to give someone, you know, didn't. like, 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 like occasional cortex. Um, <laughs> even if they have the best of intentions, right. In, 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 in believing that they would have to look at the penalty for that 18 months in prison. They would have to look at the penalty for one of them, 18 months in prison and look at it and be like, you know what? That's just that is in no way fa- for someone who has done they nothing won't. else. That is no way fair. That is arbitrary. It's capricious. It's just wrong to to put that sort of penalty on it. And I, I'm, I'm not making I'm not making excuses for it. I'm just saying that even if they had the best of intentions, they would look at that penalty and say to themselves, 
That's just well, not right. I'll tell you something. There's people who are killing people and they're not doing that much time. So if Hell you yeah, well, all um, the law-abiding people and put them in prison and let all the horrible the, monsters out on the streets, you're going to get the, that war you're asking How for. about the uh, the big Demo- – I can't remember the guy's name – the big Democratic donor out in San Francisco, the gay guy, who's had two people dead at his house. The yeah, first one was like a black – a black dude that was probably a male prostitute yeah. that he hooked on That's drugs right. and tons of drug paraphernalia, tons of you know, needles and this, nothing, nothing to him. The other guy, a friend of his, turns up dead. Um, oh, this, this, ah. is a, this is a Bill and Hillary thing. No, no problem. Put on my put on my uh, my uh, rainbow my bow tie and go out and, and hang out. And I'm a nice guy. Right. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a sweetheart. So here we go. So hold on a second. So um, I know Richard Hughes was saying we have like a couple of minutes and then Trump's coming on. Yeah. So yeah. People want to know if we're going to stay into the Trump. No, no, I'm not um, I think people have to go here. But um, I mean, you know, he's going to talk about he's going to talk about the wall pretty much. I don't yeah. know if he's going to really talk about guns here. Um, this is this is his uh, speech to everyone in America to try to convince you that the wall is the thing. So whether you agree with that or not, um, you know what? So before we wrap up here, um, Joe, are you going to SHOT Show? I am. I will be there Tuesday and Wednesday. So I fly in Tuesday morning and I fly out Wednesday night. It's going to be a short trip for me this year. That'd be a quickie. Yeah, yeah. you're in and out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll be like, um, hey, Joe, how are you doing? On, are you even going to put on rubbers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going straight from the airport. I think uh, my flight comes in like 845 in the morning. And I'm going straight. Uber straight from the airport to a shot show. I'll check my bag at the media desk. Um, I'll be on the floor all day Tuesday. And then um, I, 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 I probably just crash in hard Tuesday night. I'll, I, I may, I may hit smoking Joe. He'll be going by. Exactly. Going. I thought yeah. you were going to say uh, you were going to go wash up in one of the bathrooms. And, <laughs> do it all over. and then, uh, then I'll be back on the floor first thing Wednesday morning. Uh, and then, uh, and then I leave, I think I need to leave and catch an Uber about two 30 uh, Wednesday afternoon. And then I'm out. Damn, you're just going hardcore, man. Uh, well, I, I, I'm I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to keep the day job happy, and uh, I've, again, I'm looking at this as uh, you know I'm bringing it back to a hobby rather than trying to make it a job. So, okay, understood, understood. Well, while you're there, you need to uh, you need to to stop by Safety Harbor. What's your booth going to be, Walter? Two zero six one three twenty six thirteen. 2613. Is that about the same spot as last year? Exactly same exact same spot. Okay. All right. Well, I will definitely come by and see you. Okay. Um, we can say, throw yeah. some. Uh, we can throw some Snickers bars at you and some other candy, and you can get sugared up and take yeah. off again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the president. The president is. I don't know if he's on or not. He's yet. gonna be starting any minute. Yeah. Yeah. Any minute now. I gotta go back to shopping to close it up. So. Yeah. So okay, let's wrap it up here. Um, Joe, tell us the you know how people can follow you, etc. What they can do to support you. Um. Well. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that notification, uh, the bell for notifications. And then uh, 13cgunreviews.com uh, is the website. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're 13C Gun Reviews. And on Instagram, we're at 13C Gun Reviews. So all, uh, all great places to hook up with us. Um, we're going to be, we're going to have the new video on this one out. This one will probably be about a month out. Um, we're also working on 6.5 Creedmoor, um, shooting that out 360 yards the other day. Had a lot of fun with that. We also got the 224 Valkyrie upper uh-huh. in that has the uh, six, uh, six and a half twist uh, to it instead of the one and seven twist. It's got one and six and a half twist. So um, we've seen good results with that so far. Um, I haven't like really super tried it, but I was shooting this at 360 yards as well the other day. Technically, I think it was like 362 or something, but I'm just calling it 360. Um, 
and that's that's and don't forget Joey, friday friday nights on instagram eight uh nine o'clock right uh nine eastern eight central yes yeah. uh and at some point soon we're going to be changing up fridays and probably going to like a tuesday or a wednesday um okay. but because fridays just doesn't seem to be very convenient but this friday uh we'll be on uh, again and then hopefully i'll make a decision maybe this friday as to what night we're going to change to okay very good um i know psycho 316 is asking me if i'm going to have a meetup at shot show i don't have anything uh, official planned. If you, if you want to meet up with me, you can hit me up and I'll let you know where I'm hanging out and, uh, and things like that. So, you know, I don't have anything official planned right now. Okay. Walter, yeah. what do you want the people to know about? Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're doing that shot show two zero six one three. If it happened to be going, stop mm-hmm. by and say hello. We got all kinds of swag at the uh, booth. Um, hey. that's it, man. Um, containers leave tomorrow for shot. And then I'm a free bird till, uh, 20th or 21st till we leave to go to las vegas so okay awesome and hey if anybody's out there who's in the chat who's walking around the show i know mostly it's industry people but uh you know you're one of the first couple people of the day uh both on tuesday and wednesday to flag me down and say hey uh i'll have you know a patch or something for you in my bag so i i still i'm still continuing that into 2019 if you know i'm at a public event and uh you know one of the first couple people to flag me down in the day and say hello i always like to see everybody and say hey to you so uh yeah you know and what i'm gonna do is basically find 13c joe get all his patches and if you see me i'll give you 13c joe (laughs) that'll work or we're gonna be like i'm sorry hank took them all you gotta go talk to hank yeah Yeah. So right. listen. So listen. Yeah, I know everyone has to go. Thanks for joining mm-hmm. us, guys. We will see you tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, and then, like I said, next week we're going to have um, the guys from Gunstreamer. They've got a special announcement. I think that's on Ooh. Tuesday. So uh, you might want to get up on your Gunstreamer right now. Get go, up on go it. sign up on that. Yeah. Thanks yeah, a lot, guys. Just up on Gunstreamer too. See, ya. I gotta go to the shop, man. Talk to you. All later. right. We're out of here. Yeah.